tell you what, I'll give you a clue, a leading in clue. Right, okay. Uh, which I'm pretty confident you'll get okay. uh, as to what my number four is. It's going to be so embarrassing when there's like well, there's a silence. six minutes of dead air on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just put, put a tumbleweed sound of it. Yeah. Um, so there, there, there are, um, within this film, mm. there are a set of rules, a code, if you will, that you must abide by at all costs because if you don't, then you will uh, unleash mayhem. And those rules are... <laughs> I was like, fucking hell, I didn't realise Fight Club was a Christmas <laughs> movie. decorations got up about a month earlier than everyone else that's right i got i got a message on on instagram from multiple people mm. about like having the tree up so early uh as in you personally yeah not the two reels podcast yeah 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 <laughs> well <laughs> we do, we don't really have an office what were their what, what were their reactions um it was a mixture of um uh, oh my god! Can't believe you got it up so early. Yeah. And uh, oh my god! I wish I'd had mine up as early. Yeah. You know, like people are like, oh, I wish I was doing exactly. mine. Exactly. It's half and half, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah, it always is. People either love it or hate it. Yeah. I'm in the love it camp. Oh, 100. percent And here's the thing: what I, I was uh, gonna say initially is, um, as both of us have worked in hospitality um, for an accumulation of. Over two decades, I'd probably say. Oh, God. Really? <laughs> yeah, our oh, amalgamation of both of our numbers is, <laughs> is I think, probably over, t- like, 20 years yeah. worth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So... Well, uh, definitely, um, definitely at least a decade. Um, uh, so, it, w- it would stand to reason that um, doing such would t- turn us into um, Scrooges or, or Grinches. Or, uh, you know... Uh, or Hans Gruber's. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyone who wants to ruin Christmas. Um, but yeah, it, I, but I I don't know why. Um, because lots of people who we've worked with before, I like, they just hate the time of year. And rightfully so, for what they do for a job. Yeah. But yeah, it's, I don't think it's... I don't really, really feel it's had any effect on either of us. I love it. Yeah. I mean... From my from my personal perspective, what's not to like? I mean, you know, the the whole. I'm sure wherever you 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 live, wherever you're listening now, I, I, I hope at least, um, you know, there'll be lights up everywhere, decorations. Um, you know, it's it's all pretty and beautiful, and ev- everyone's having a great time. And there's, you know, Christmas trees. It's just, I'd, it's just great. Mm. I'd have the Christmas decorations up all year if that if that was. I mean, acceptable. I'm pretty sure we. Well, we got we got fairy lights up in uh, one part of the flat. Yeah, we got fairy, uh, they're, they're fairy just, lights. Uh, they're just twenty four seven now, so yeah. we don't really take it down. Exactly. Hmm. Christmas movies. Christmas movies. Now I feel like. Um, what are they all about? What, uh, I what feel, is going on with? Yeah, I feel like a um, a, a definition needs to be mm, oh, uh, laid out. Uh, that that this is the first bit of business. Yeah. Before we get to. Uh, the, the each of our top five. Uh, what constitutes a Christmas movie? 
a controversial subject. A controversial uh, subject, which I'm sure is going to be hotly on, debated in the realms of the of the intranet. Yeah. Um, yeah. Webster's Dictionary oh, defines uh, love. I mean, Christmas <laughs> movies as. Um, Movies that are set. No, I, I don't have a. I don't really have a full definition, um, mm, which mm. I should. I should probably, um, maybe just. Uh, I don't know. I, I was going to Google it, but I thought that kind of takes the fun out of talking about it. Mm. Um, I just see it as uh, any film that takes place uh, uh, visually you're able to tell that it takes place between November and De- November 1st and December 25th. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, because it doesn't necessarily have to have snow. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily have to have much decoration. Yeah. Um, a Christmas tree is also, is a is a dead giveaway, but again, not 100% a necessity. Sleigh bells. Yeah, do you know what? It's it, it it's very difficult. I, I think I mentioned this to you earlier in the week about how I found this list particularly um, hard because it's 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 a, it's a hard genre, if indeed it is a genre mm. of uh, to to um, define define because mm. there are there, there are films that are considered Christmas movies. But that that are also um, of their own genre, yeah. such as romance, drama, action, mm. um, you know, uh, thriller. Mm. Um, I'm sure there's a sci-fi or two set. Of sci-fi. I just don't know many of them. Exactly. So, whereas, so it's hard to, you know, is Christmas a genre of movie? Mm. Um, See, I feel like you can um, have you can have a dual genre movie yes you can um take an action sci-fi uh a romantic comedy exactly uh there can be a christmas uh drama christmas drama maybe a christmas action film which maybe no i don't know about that liam that doesn't sound very plausible that doesn't sound very uh yeah no that doesn't no no but uh yes exclusively christmas uh uh, romance Uh, but you know I i feel like um uh, if you get one or two or three of these elements, uh, even if they are not the primary element, yes, it can therefore be defined as a Christmas movie. Yeah, I mean, um, I've I've had this sort of debate, if you will, with several people over the years ab- oh. about several specific movies, and I'll try not to name the movies in case of spoilers. Mm. And I should point out as well. Um, listeners, that um, Liam and I have not conferred <laughs> no. on this list. We don't know what the other one's going to say. See, um, for for two people who uh, are in close proximity, we 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 always kind of keep our lists very secretive, very separate. We do, and um, we we do a good job of that. Yeah, um, it's probably, we're very professional. Well, I was just going to say it's one of the this few is a things very we do problem. do professionally. Yeah, I know, right? Um, <laughs> it's this and um, and. Um, and nothing else. Yeah, yeah, uh, so, yeah. yeah. You know, no. Um, no, but so I'll try not to use specific examples. But um, uh, some people for ex- will, will argue and say, um, "No, um, this film A 
isn't a Christmas film because it's it's not about Christmas. Yes. It's set during Christmas mm. and it features lots of references to Christmas mm. and it has Christmas trees and tinsel and um you know it's it's set on you know Christmas day or eve or whenever. But it's not about Christmas, so therefore, no, that doesn't count as a Christmas film. Well, what you've just described is a Christmas movie. Exactly. Uh, I agree. And I, I do understand that a lot of people have uh, people have got a different um, varying uh, spectrum of what constitutes a Christmas film. Yes. Um, and, um, you know, a lot of those people are wrong. Well, look, um, if, if, I, I don't think a Christmas film has to be specifically about christmas to be a christmas film yeah i i I don't believe it does and i i I think that is is sort of a good template for what constitutes a christmas yeah 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 um because my counter argument to people who say that that um you know film a for example isn't a christmas film because it's not about Christmas. I then present to them film B um, and say, well, what about this? And they say, oh, yeah, that's definitely a Christmas film. That's one of them, the most the, mo- the most ultimate of all Christmas films. And I say, well, that's not about Christmas either. Mm. It's set at Christmas, yeah, but it's not about Christmas. Not about Christmas. Just because it's a you mm. certificate um, and it's a family film, it doesn't make it any different from... from from film A, mm. from my other example. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, so, you know, it. I, I don't think a crisp, you know, I mean, uh, yeah, I, it's, it's hard to, sorry, yeah, sorry no, listeners, no, it's, it's, I don't want to say the names it, of examples of films. Yeah, this is, this is why we're doing it. Um, uh, uh, this is why we're saying, yeah, this is why we're saying this is kind of like our definition. Yes. Um, so far, and... Um, yeah, I mean, you, we're just saying that uh, it's a broad, it's a broad spectrum. Yeah, but there's a, there's another one as wide. But then, so so that's my sort of example for what constitutes a Christmas film. Mm. Then my example for what doesn't constitute a Christmas film. And again, this is just my opinion. You may disagree, and your list might um, might uh, show that. But I don't think. See that. See, there are certain films that people associate with Christmas because they personally always watch them at Christmas. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. But that doesn't make them a Christmas film. Mm. Now I'm going to use examples for this one. Cool. Because I, I might throw a couple in there as well. They're not. They're they're definitely not on my list, and I'm prob I'm pretty sure they're not going to be on yours. So no. my and my example is a lot of people I've I've spoke to recently have suggested that the Lord of the Rings is a Christmas. film film i mean i feel like that was that was uh based purely out of a meme because yeah but but because oh they're often on television at christmas and people say oh yeah i always watch the lord of the rings at christmas well they were released in december that, of each that year. doesn't make them christmas films no just because you personally always watch them let's say on christmas eve it's like your routine you sit yeah, down yeah. and watch fellowship of the ring first of all that's great and yeah, i yeah. applaud you yeah but that doesn't make the Fellowship of the Ring a Christmas film, mm. you know. No, like no, me and my dad always used to sit down together and and watch The Great Escape. Nice um, at Christmas. Very famous Christmas film, The Great Escape. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's that got to do with Christmas? Absolutely nothing. nothing. But clearly, but when uh, I watch it, yeah. I, it reminds me of Christmas. Yeah, yeah. 
because I associate it with watching it with my dad at Christmas. But that, but I don't think The Great Escape's a Christmas film. No, no, no. Also, one example I would give yeah. is uh, Back to the Future Part 2 or 3. Because right. it just used to be on ITV2 every single Boxing Day or like yeah. Christmas Eve. Yeah, exactly. Um, that would be like someone saying, yeah, um, I'm watching that uh, very traditional, very seasonal uh, Christmas movie, Back to the Future Part 3, yeah. which takes place entirely in the hot sun yeah. of, <laughs> of the Hill Valley Desert. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah the wild, wild west. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I understand. Yeah, it's, mm. it's good to get some uh, it's good to get some boundaries there. Yeah. Yeah. I feel but, like, like what you said, I feel like there's been a few memes recently. One that's like, oh, there, you know, there's elves in it. And, yeah. And I'm just like, it is, yeah, it's kind of a funny meme, but yeah, I feel but, like that, that just grew out of that, I think. And not, people were like, "Yeah, I watch it at Christmas." They're not, they're, but they're not, they're not, they're not elves in in the Christmas yeah, sense. No, yeah, they're they're elves, elves in the in fantasy the, yeah. sense. It's you know, like uh, like role play video game sense, yeah, you know, literary sense, not um, elves from the North Pole. You yeah, know, like <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, making toys. They're yeah. not they're not making replica uh, fucking swords. Um, uh, you know of. You know, Swords of Gondor in uh, Lothlorien, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they all just like around. They have got nothing else to do. They do live for a couple of hundred years each. So yeah, I mean, probably be a good workforce for Santa Claus, but no, no, <laughs> but no. Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, that's a very good, good definition. So that, that just takes us on to yeah, our first one, which take 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 a. Take a take, take your curly slippers take off. Take your slippers off. Take your make a list. Make take a Christmas take film. Fake, take your fake beard. Put your put your put your put your feet up. Put your take your yeah. Onto the top five uh, Christmas films. I'll let you go first. Uh, what would be That's your number five? Uh, so uh, let me guess. It's Lord of the Rings: The Fellowship. <laughs> of the Ring. um, uh, listen yeah. out for our our twentieth anniversary Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Rings podcast, which is coming in January. Nice. Um, a little bit late, just due to the fact that there's loads of stuff in the cinema we had to watch. Yeah. Uh, we were doing Spider Man month, so we're pushing it back a little bit. Each year we'll be doing a little bit of a retrospective on the Lord of the Rings movies. Nice. Uh, as they reach twenty years each. Yeah. Where's Where's the big um, Where's the big like twentieth anniversary yeah. thing for that? Where's the HBO? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's. Um, I don't think New Line are in with anyone like you know, they get to. No. Where's it on Disney Plus or Netflix or something? No, Netflix could have done something. Oh well. Anyway, it just makes me love it even more. <clears throat> uh, okay. <clears throat> uh, okay. Yeah. Is number five the hardest one to? Yes. To yeah. Um, because there's there's. Four other potential number fives. Um, oh, am I going to change my mind at the last minute? <laughs> uh, Alright, I'm going to change my mind at the last minute. Controversy already. This is, this is controversial because I've never done this before. You've done this a couple of times. What, changed my mind? Like mid-podcast. Oh, I change my mind all the time. Yeah. Um, my, 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 decision, my decision-making and my list-making... Uh, is is more fluid than the fucking gender spectrum is at the moment. And, uh, you know, so. Oh dear, that's you cancelled. <laughs> Hashtag cancel Liam Reedy, everyone, if you're listening. Oh, brilliant. Um, yeah, so, uh, I mean, 
I've got it written down. I'm I'm actually looking at my list right now. Yeah. Could change in a matter of moments. Okay, well, I've literally changed mine purely based on the fact <laughs> that I I reckon the other one might be on your list. Right, okay. Whereas I'm not sure this one is going to be on your list. Okay. And that's the only reason I've changed <clears throat> it. Okay, so <clears throat> in at number five uh, for me is um, Scrooged. Nice. With Bill Murray. Yeah. Um, I've only seen the movie once. I've actually only seen it a, a few, a couple of times mm. as an adult. Yeah, I only discovered it later in life. Yeah, same. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, it's I not mean, a kids. It, I wouldn't say it's a particularly a kids. No, film. it's not really. It's a, it's a it's a story about Christmas from a mate, an adult's perspective. Yeah, uh, a very uh, it's kind a, of messed yeah, up. Yeah, it's but... it's a it's a modern adult uh, comedy. V- Dark comedy version Dark of comedy, yeah. A Christmas Carol. Definitely. Um and uh yeah, it's just it's just it's very uh, I mean, yeah, it's like it's like they said, you know, let's um let's make a, a modern day version. When I say modern day, I mean nineteen eighty eight. The eighties, yeah. Let's make a modern day version of, of uh, a Christmas Carol starring oh. Bill Murray. Um, yeah, with no, I don't think they have any uh, characters with the same names, do they? So it's, it's literally just using the, oh, the blueprint, yeah, not at all, um, of uh, of the original. But do you know what? It's um, what I really like about Scrooge is um, it's 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 funny. Um, I, also, it's 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 an, a very original adaptation, which is a rare thing these days for a Christmas Carol. Very. <laughs> um, it's you know I love it's I I think the modern setting works I think the the time as well especially the eighties yeah you know, because that, that excess yeah like the whole sort of Wall Street you know selfish like you know greed and all is yeah. good and all that stuff yeah. it's a perfect uh, era in in a place and time perfect backdrop for, for that story for the story yeah, yeah. and could um, have made more could have made more sense. Yeah, and also Bill Murray's a great choice because he is. Um, I don't know what this says about Bill Murray, but he 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 is just as good at, at playing a complete another asshole, um, who an unlikable asshole, as he is the sort of cheeky, charming, witty, um, sort of likable guy, likable man child. Yeah. Um, so. Um, that perfect casting for that um for that character hmm. uh change and i love um yeah like the, the, i think the ghosts are really original and clever I, I think if if i remember correctly um i think the ghost of christmas past is like a a, a new york cabbie mm. um yeah. and the and the cab like flies yeah um through the air and i think that's genius the fact that it's it's like a disgruntled, he's like he starts smoking mm. his cigarette. He's like, "Hey, what's up?" Yeah, uh, yeah. Your you typical were... New York cab driver, yeah. but in ghostly form. Yeah, and yeah. he's like, um, "Yeah." And then the, I think the ghosts of Christmas uh, present is is um, is like a, a sort of um, sickly sweet um, uh, fairy, mm. but she's like a fully grown woman, but in like like a child in a fairy costume yeah. but she's also in- extremely violent and she's always like smacking bill murray around the face yeah. and stuff yeah so that's that's really that's really funny um karen allen is in it in her 
only other film role ever apart from <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, obviously, and, that that's other, not... and the other film that doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. Later um, on so, so, uh, so, yeah. Um, Directed by Richard Donner. Is it okay? Mm. Yeah, that's that's that's. I, I wouldn't have. I really mean know Richard Donner for sort of Superman and and sort of action films. I wouldn't have picked him for for that kind of film. Yeah, but that's an interesting, um, interesting one. choice. And also, uh, another thing about um, about Scrooge is um, I really, really enjoy the ending. It's got a great um, uplifting ending that somehow simultaneously is both very cheesy, but also very sort of um, uh, poignant and and it like not cheesy. If that makes any kind of sense, yeah, it's not um, overly. No, no. He just he interrupts the broadcast, yes, and he gives this this quite funny but also quite powerful speech about how he's changed and he he he, he you know he gets it now. Yeah. I think that's one of the lines he says. I get it now, and he gives this great speech and and uh, and then he tells uh, Karen that he loves her and then you know, and then he brings the kid up. I think he's the, this kid is like a mute, and he's like the the the, the son of um of, of his sort of secretary who's supposed I think she's supposed to be like the Bob Cratchit character. Oh, yeah, yeah. He brings this little kid up who's supposed to be Tiny, Tiny Tim, Tim. Yeah. and then he but he's a mute. But then when he when he hugs Bill Murray, so he says God bless us everyone. Yeah, and uh, and then they all sing um they all randomly sing that song uh what's put a little love in your heart. Oh. You know that song? <laughs> da, 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 da. Uh, it's so, uh, it's Which so is... very eighties, like. And I, I, it's I, out of nowhere. I love it. It, yeah, it does yeah. come out of nowhere. Well, here's the thing with um, uh, Christmas films, um, especially on a on a rewatch of a lot of these movies. Um, there are some weird choices by whoever's writing mm. these things um, to to just uh, try and inject a little uh, uplift. Yeah. There's a lot of like yeah. trying to exactly. artificially inject some up. Like in Ghostbusters too with the with the li- plane lifting me higher. Yeah. Jackie yeah. Wilson yeah. with the with the Statue of Liberty. They just love throwing in these random Oh, let's 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 think of what's a popular song in the pop charts at the yeah. moment. That. Right, let's have them sing have, it all in the end of the film. And then they're just like furiously like rewriting the last four or five pages to get it in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um but Love yeah, it. very odd choice. But it is an odd for, choice. As Christmas but... movies go, not the most left field choice. Not the most left field decision of a script to include a, a song like that. Really. Well, I do you know what, I'd, and that, that, that's the other thing as well. Is I've tried, I've tried to be not too predictable with the list, <laughs> and and I've tried to throw a few in there that that you know people might say oh yeah oh i haven't watched that one in a few years i forgot about that one mm. do you know what i mean um i do but there you go so yeah scrooge um i recommend a rewatch liam and listeners um give it a go yep um okay now over to you mr reedy so, uh, so my uh, my number 5 um uh, ironically, is another adaptation of A Christmas Carol, and it is a Muppets. Christmas oh, Carol. <laughs> controversial! And I didn't just move that around just because you had a Christmas Carol movie as well. 
That was that was on that was on the list. It was obviously moving all the time, but th- that was like that's, that's okay. going in there. Okay. Um, just because uh, I have such fond memories of it as a child, and probably the first adaptation of a Christmas cow that I would have seen. Yep. Um, we watched it last Christmas. We did. Uh, probably we'll watch it this Christmas. We one hundred percent will. Um, uh, and yeah, I just the, the that and uh, a Muppet treasure Muppets Treasure Island. Muppet Treasure Island are um are classics. Oh, they are. Uh, and this is just like so. Uh, uh, Muppets Treasure Island is like the summer Muppet blockbuster, yes. and this is the, the Christmas yes, Muppet blockbuster. Yes, in in right. in the uh, in the classic times of the the late nineties, um, so uh, you know uh, what can I say? It's uh, it's a it's a decent adaptation, especially for children. Um, you know, it's got the Muppets in it. Yeah, it's got Michael Caine in it. Yeah, uh, coming back. To his kind of best, you know, he's had yeah. a bit of a resurgence from that time period. Yeah. I wouldn't say from that particular movie. I don't know too much about more about his career, but yeah, from the, from that, I, I feel like he he came into a, a secondary, uh, came into a bit of a second wind in his career in the late nineties, coming into the early two thousands. So you know, there's there's a couple of things there. It's a Christmas. It's a Christmas Carol. Like it's. It's uh, it is just a classic, and it's just uh, the the songs in it. You know, it's it's got comedy, uh, as only the Muppets can kind of deliver. Yep. Um, you know, and yeah, I love it. So it's just I love it too. You're hundred percent right about that and Treasure Island. Mm. Those two are, I mean, just <clears throat> absolutely brilliant. Mm. It's like they're companion films. They are. I feel like, I feel they're probably well, they're Ying only probably a couple apart. Um, you know, they're yeah. just. They're they're both, uh, they're uh, you know they're both just brilliant. They're both really high quality as well. Mm. Like the 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 human cast. Yeah, oh, the yeah, songs definitely. are like brilliant. Yeah, you know it's such. A, they're both got brilliant scores, and they work so well. These sort of classic um, novels from uh, you know from that are like two hundred years old or or have just they work so well as Muppet films. Yeah, you know, it's odd, isn't it? It's odd that <laughs> the, the best two Muppet films are adaptations of of old, um, n- you know, novels that are like, you know, like Classic serious, novellas. serious stories. Yeah, not like you know, comedy <laughs> but, farces. No, they're not. No. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Then they're, then they're just like, do you know what this this uh, very uh, cautionary tale about cr- uh, Christmas yeah. and the hardships of the the working class of yeah. Uh, you know, uh, over well over a hundred and uh, odd years ago. Yeah. Um, it needs Kermit the Frog. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and his companions. Yeah. I know. So you know, and it shouldn't work, but it does. Yeah. You know, on on that on paper. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, someone obviously had to pitch it at Disney. Yeah. Um, and you know, was was probably either given a lot of money or like laughed out of the building. Um. And then probably said, "Oh, we could probably get Michael Caine because he's not doing much I these know, days." I know. And then they were like, "Oh, okay." On paper, it's a film that that absolutely should not have worked, and worked magnificently. Yeah, but that's always the way, isn't it? Some well, not always the way, but that's sometimes <clears throat> the way. That is sometimes the way, and you know, it's um, yeah, like like I said, the the. the 
the human cast in it. It's still got uh, Frank Oz doing the puppetry. Yep. Um, you know, uh, directed by Brian Henson. A Jim Son. Jim's son. Yeah. Had, had, didn't Jim pass? Did Jim have passed away at that point? Hadn't he? Yeah, he he passed away two years before this one. Yeah, um, so I, I read somewhere that this was the first time that uh, that the you know the that they used the IP after yeah. his death. And 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 the guy who voiced Kermit, this was like his first time voicing Kermit. Oh, was it? Or something like that. And he, it was like it really like you know, it was great emotional for I mean, him. Yeah, and, yeah, and like a big honor. Of course, I mean, yeah. So well, uh, like you know, one of one of that, uh, you know, out of the the genre of uh, puppeteering, I guess it is the most famous. Absolutely, it's more famous than Sesame Street, which is the only other thing I can really think of mm, at this point. Mm. Um, or like the UK stuff, like um, like Thunderbirds and stuff. Oh, Thunderbirds, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like for, yeah, for kids. But they don't have to really compare to the Muppets. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mm. really say, but. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's a great movie, and you know, tons tons of just like stuff that you forget over the year. Mm. Say if you even if you watch it every year, you forget that some jokes are in it, and they they are just funny every time. I'm not ashamed to admit I've actually got two, maybe three of the songs on my uh, iTunes. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. <laughs> On so, rotation, so yeah, I, <laughs> were they in your Spotify Wrapped for twenty twenty one? Oh yeah, I I absolutely I absolutely love love the the um, score. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know if I will regret not having it higher than five, but um, I think you, I think you will. But yeah, just because the 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 the, the, the list the list was changing, but yeah. this was always this yeah. was always. This was always in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it wasn't going to get knocked out by yeah. anything else. Number one, The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. <laughs> Number two, The Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. And then I could have put Muppets fourth if, yeah, I, was yeah, being, yeah, yeah. if I was being harsh, yeah. you know. No, um, it doesn't count. Yeah, I don't think it was. I don't think it was going to not be in the list, but yeah. it was. It was just fluctuating in terms of like where it would be. I think. Um, yeah, and then when I was actually writing it when i was actually typing it up i was like yeah muppets christmas Carol." and then you went scrooged and i was just like standard we didn't go for the same movie but we went for the same story yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is usually we go for the same movie Mo- yeah so i mean that's that's very well done on our part so what would you go for as number four well <clears throat> here we go <laughs> <laughs> um let me uh um i'll tell you what i'll give you a clue a leading in clue right okay uh which i'm pretty confident you'll get okay uh, as to what my number four is gonna be so embarrassing when there's like when there's a silence six minutes of dead air on this. yeah 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 <laughs> just put, put a tumbleweed sound of it yeah. um so there, there there are um within this film there mm. are a set of rules a code if you will that you must abide by at all costs because if you don't then you will uh, unleash mayhem. And those rules are... <laughs> I was like, fucking hell, I didn't realise Fight Club was a Christmas <laughs> movie. <laughs> those rules are... <clears throat> keep them away from sunlight, don't get them wet, and whatever you do, do not feed them after midnight. Gremlins 4. 
<laughs> the hunt for um, uh, Spock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Gremlins. Gremlins. Lovely. Now, I must admit, I, I, I. Uh, yeah. So with this one, I, I was flicking through IMDb's top 100 Christmas movies list. Mm. Um, 100 Christmas I know it's, it's don't tell me you read the whole article. I did I went through the oh whole my thing <laughs> um, put and, my research uh, and I was going through it and because I was I, as I said I've I struggled with this list so I was, I was going through it for, for just looking at thing, for Christmas films I've seen and also to see what IMDB considers a, a Christmas film mm. and I was a bit surprised and I saw Gremlins on this list and I went oh yeah Gremlins if I go by my own uh my own philosophy yeah. of what a Christmas film is, then yeah, Gremlins is a Christmas film. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I really love Gremlins. So, yeah. I was like, yeah, Gremlins well, he, he, is uh, in it. His dad, uh, the the father of the main character, I can't remember his name. The character, yeah, Zach, Zach, yeah, yeah. yeah. no, Billy. Is it Billy? Yeah, sorry, it's Billy. Billy Zabka. Why am I I'm thinking joking. it's Zach? I mean, that's Maybe a very eighties. That's a very eighties. Teenage boy, no, now, yeah, it's it? definitely Billy. Cause, I mean, you, you wouldn't uh, be remiss to have confused the two. No, because Gizmo says that he goes at the end, bye, Billy. Oh, um, so you know, it does his dad is, I think his dad's buying him the the pet as a Christmas present. as a Christmas present, yeah. So, and it's set on Christmas Eve, so literally, it's and by it's, definition, yeah, it and, is about someone who buys a Christmas present yeah, for his son, exactly. So, yeah, just happens to be Gremlins. Yeah, you know, um, yeah, fantastic I mean, choice. What to say? I mean, you know, Gremlins is a great, um, and an, another classic eighties, um, great family film. Uh, I believe, um, and you, you could probably correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's it's produced by Spielberg and directed by, oh. Is it Chris Columbus? No. Frank um, Oz? No, no. Neither of those. Oh, is it Zemeckis? No, no. Right, that's embarrassing. I'm going to stop guessing now. <laughs> no, go on, go on. Put no, me so, um, obviously it was, uh, so it was produced by Spielberg by, you know, uh, Amblin. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, which it has all of the fingerprints of, oh, absolutely. Uh, of, a, of an Amblin uh, entertainment yep. production, yep. a Steven Spielberg production. Yeah. Um, especially an '80s Spielberg production, it, it feels feels in the same universe as Back to the Future. Yes, it's, yes, it's very Back to the Futurey. Yeah, especially like the town. Yeah, because all of these things, it, you know, per, yeah. per example, Stranger Things, they're all in Middle America, and they're all in a little town that's in kind of in the middle of no is it, nowhere. Is it the same set? Did I read that somewhere? I think I probably think it is. You know, it was the same set. I mean, as, uh... there's tons of things that use that that set. Yeah, you know, yeah. They just uh, move things about. Um... So go on. Who directed it? Who... Oh, uh, Joe Dante. Joe Dante. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, he did. Uh, Piranha. Di- yeah, Congo. Did you Congo? Uh, um... uh, he did. He did the the sequel to this. So Gremlins Two. Yeah, uh, the Burbs. Uh, he also did um, uh, Small Soldiers. Oh, Small Soldiers. That's a great one. Which is one. a great movie. That's, that's, I enjoy, do you know what? I like Small Soldiers in the same way that I like Wild Wild West. Do you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, okay, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. It's schlocky. It is very schlocky. But I love it. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, I could definitely do a rewatch of Small Soldiers at some point as well. Any day. Uh, also did the Twilight Zone film. I really like that. Um, uh, Looney Tunes back in action as well. Okay. Uh, yeah, a couple of... A couple of anyway. Other um, there. Yeah. Joe Dante's up and down career there. But uh, the, um... You're welcome to the Joe Dante podcast. <laughs> uh... Piranha, the Burbs featuring Tom Hanks. Um, oh, but yeah, yeah, the, yeah um... the Burbs. Gremlins is yeah. I mean, they're right. all of the films on this list. I feel are gonna get the um, get the branding of classics. But um, you know, this is a yeah. tentpole '80s movie. This is like um, you know, not that not that you're remiss for uh, not that there's you, you could you could turn ninety degrees in the '80s and knock into it classic film that's a great metaphor um, you know, analogy there and uh, you know yeah you get swing a you know a <laughs> swing a cat and you get a, a great 80s movies uh, obviously in the 80s yeah but um yeah i feel like this uh you know this was in 1984 so you know you're looking at this back to the future the goonies for all of those oh. kind of um uh, for all of those very um, quintessential family uh, adventure movies that are just set in like the US, they're just yeah. set in town. Yeah, you know. Um, again, it's that and like uh, John Hughes movies. Yeah. Um, you know, they're very much like there doesn't have to be like a load of swearing and like a load of blood and guts. Yeah. It's just um, it's just classic. American storytelling. Yeah, I know. Uh, and Gremlins is up there, and it just so happens that it's set at Christmas. Yeah. So, um, brilliant. It's brilliant. I mean, you know, it's, it's, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's set at Christmas, and it is a Christmas movie by our definition, but you can watch it any time of the year. Oh, yeah, really. yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's not is... like you're, um, you know, there's a lot of films that are Christmas movies that if you're watching it, any other time of the year, you'd be a bit like, this, is, this bit is a bit weird. Weird, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Feels a bit off that yeah. there's not a Christmas tree up in my room. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I feel watching. like, I feel like there are a couple of films on my list that I would only watch at Christmas. Yes. But there, but but there's also a couple that I would happily watch any day. Yes. Or any time of this the year. This is And Gremlins one, is yeah. definitely one, which is great because it works as both. Um, but yeah, it's just great. I mean, it's, 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 it's fun. It's, um, you know, it's, it's a little bit, you know. It's a little bit. I wouldn't say it's scary, but it's you know, it's it's got a. It's scary in the same way that like a Doctor Who monster scary. It's like a, it's a, a kid scary. Yeah, it's um, um, there's definitely a kind of there's a little bit of like a psychological aspect yeah. to them, you know, um, especially when there's like loads of them and you know they change their appearance. And it's quite grotesque. Mm. Now, I'd I'd agree with you that they can be quite scary in the sense that you know like. Uh, Things from the seventies and eighties, when they want to make it scary, were just a lot better at it because it was practical. Yeah, and because they just made things look disgusting. Yeah, and they still got away with like exactly. giving it a PG. Exactly. Imagine if they made a gremlin. Oh, which I'm sure. Oh, I shouldn't say that actually, because then it will happen. We do manifest things on this podcast, so uh, but I, would, I try not to manifest. Yeah, them you're, that's such a good point about the practical effects, because like the puppets are so realistic looking. 
mm. and scary and like the eggs they come out they hatch out of there's like the goo and yeah. stuff it's disgusting isn't it practical effects back then just yeah. are just so much better and it makes at, them at, so much scarier yeah they're yeah. just so much better at getting across like uh what what you want like um even uh, using practical effects it doesn't have to be just for for scares sake or for making them not more realistic but more tangible more real um i feel like it was just it was just another level back then mm. late late 70s early uh, to well even into the like, the 90s it was like we we're definitely going to use a practical effect because cgi was just was just used for the bigger shots that were just totally unrealistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, whereas um, these days, uh, it's like, nah, just just get a just green screen everywhere and we'll sort yeah. it out later. Yeah. Um, which is why, like, nothing, you know, except for certain horror films where there's just good film techniques. Yeah. There's no um, practical effects uh, anymore that I'm like, well, that's disgusting. Like yeah. you know, unless it's like a body horror film, which yeah. even then I, I'm just like I'm so I'm, I'm that's not me. So yeah, you know. Whereas this isn't even one of those. It's just no. a, a family movie, and they were like, well, we'll make it a, a, at least a little bit scary. Yeah. You know, it's got to be some consequences, and you know, yeah, be... and, and it does, and I, I really like that. Yeah. Like it's, um, it has, it, yeah, it's, it has like horror elements, like the bit um, at the near the end where yeah, uh, in, they're in, in, the, in the, the store. Store, yeah. And the, the, one of my favourite scenes is when um, is when the mum is alone in the house and she has to face off against like the, the, the original five yes, yeah, yeah. by herself. Mm. And it, but and it's quite like she's walking around with a kitchen knife. Yeah. And it's quite like horror. It's, it's like it's like Halloween with the, tiny yeah. assailants. One of them like j- like jumps out on her and is like scratching her face, mm. and another one she like throws into the microwave and like boils it. Alive. I mean that's pretty graphic, right? You know. Um, but then at the same time you have like really like funny uh, stupid scenes like when when they're in the bar. And it just shows you, and they're like, like they're some of like them are at the drunk. bar. Yes, there's like what there's one where they're like having a poker game, and they've got glasses and they're smoking <laughs> cigarettes. It's and, absolutely and they're like, classic. And they're like dealing, and then I think one of them sees that the other one's got like a card. Got up. like cheating. Yeah, he's got a card up his sleeve. <laughs> How's he They literally just existed. Yeah, and they they've learned the rules of poker. <laughs> I don't even know know the rules of Neither poker. Neither do I. I was playing the I was playing uh, poker the other week. I don't even really know the rules. Brilliant. But these these there's one as well I know it's really appropriate and you couldn't get away with it today but there's one as well that um, I think it's is it Phoebe Kate Gates or um, Kate's um, there's she. There's one one that's got like a long brown trench coat on, and he and then he like exposes himself, but he, he doesn't really actually expose himself. I mean, they don't have anything. But they but he he does the whole like, eh, yeah. like, <laughs> like it's like. <laughs> so let me get this straight. They've, they've only they've only got come, a they've only come into existence like in the last like what it's the same night isn't it it's all on one yeah, it's one all, night it's one night yeah. so he's not only just been born yeah he's also gone to a bar and known the <laughs> etiquette of a bar yeah. and then somehow managed to get a gremlin sized trench coat trench coat and, and then knows what knows no, the connotations no. of of having a brown trench coat on and, and then and, and decided flashy. to flash a human yeah. female. God. I know. I, re- I, it's, I know. can't be stopped. I know, and and yeah, and and then then the, when they're in the cinema and they're all like just chucking popcorn, chuck, and, and, then, and then and then Snow White comes on and they're all like, 
wow. Yeah. Like, and they're sort of singing along with it. But then, and it's like, yeah, so you have, but then like in another scene, they like, um, they like deliberately sabotage that, that, um, that old woman's um, oh chair, chairlift. Yeah. So that it, it, excuse me, sorry. Um, so that it like, um, it shoots up the up stairs, the stairs really fast, and she like goes flying through a window, like <laughs> smashes through a window, <laughs> and just like lands in the street. I mean, yeah. I don't know if she if she gets. And there's another bit. I think she lands in snow, doesn't she? Yeah, like, then, like you know, like that kind of comedy, like oh, she's all right, yeah. but it's actually quite sinister. But then there's another bit where um, uh, I think it's I don't know if it's if he's called Joe, and he's like he's like a a, a, a lorry, a truck driver or something. And he like knows Billy. Mm. There's another bit where he he there's like a disturbance in his truck, and he goes out to check what it is. And there's gremlins in his truck, and they drive the truck at full speed to him. He's like uh, with his back against the the garage door, and they drive the truck to him, and he's just like screaming ah, and then it just cuts away, implying that he gets crushed by the truck and dies. <laughs> The tone of this movie is absolutely all so. Over it's implied place. that the gremlins straight up kill people. Yeah. But they they love to they love to just like have a laugh though. Yeah, but they do it whilst like whilst laughing. Yeah. They literally look at each other <laughs> like yeah. laughing at each other. I mean I say that I, I mean we said that this was a PG. It's actually a 15. Is it? Yeah. So I think that would be it would be an R-rated movie. Right. Well, there you go. Um that explains it. I don't know what actually it might be a PG-13 in America but a 15 here. I don't know. I, don't, I can see I, that. I, I don't really know the uh, exchange rate when it comes to uh, cinema ratings. Yeah. Uh, with uh, us and the US, but yeah, that's definitely some fifteen rating uh, stuff that goes down. Right. Um, um. Yeah. But yeah, Gremlins is um. Yeah. Great. Uh. Anyway. So, so sorry. We we went off on one. No. No. Uh, bit oh, there. Um, we're talking so, about the film. That makes without sense. further ado, do what is your idea? <laughs> Um, take a take a take a take a take a do take a take a do um without further ado yes what's your number four so my number four is the grinch yes now that is the live action of course version i don't really think that um prior to the jim carrey uh vehicle the grinch um I don't really think that this country really had been exposed to the Grinch as a character. Um, he seems to be a very American, been an American thing prior. Um, you know, I don't think like, oh, it was, I don't think the Grinch was on TV in the UK. It was very much a, an American cartoon. Was it Dr. Seuss? Yes, yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's only... I only knew what the Grinch was from Dr. Seuss. Hmm. I just knew that there was a book that existed called The Grinch that yeah. he'd written. But yeah, you're right. I'd, I'd never seen the animate cartoon. I had no idea. I, I don't know if the book was really ever popular in this country. I don't you know? think it was. Or the story. You know, I don't I don't believe that that was really a thing. And I mean, I was, I was definitely at the perfect age when this movie came out. Um, I was 10. Um, and I mean the original, the cartoon, um, or I don't know whether it was an animated short or a feature, um, was from 1966. Oh wow, that's yeah. a that's a lot longer than I thought. I thought yeah. it was like an 80s, a great year 70s for football. Thing. Yeah, 
Um, and obviously um, <laughs> cartoons about <laughs> yeah. uh, giant green Grinches. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm t- we're talking about how the Grinch stole Christmas is the uh, is the official title. Yes. Um, so yeah, and honestly, it's um, I mean it, it, a recurring theme is these majority of these came out when I was a lot younger. Of course. So you know, uh, it's just um, it's like a br- a blueprint for what I think. Um, a uh, how shall I put this? It's not a traditional Christmas movie, it's, yeah. But a how a f- Christmas fantasy movie, yes, should should be and it be executed well. Absolutely. Um, I tell you what, there's there's like a, a there's like a there's like an aura because it's a fantasy movie. There's an aura around it. It's kind of like a little bit like um, the Nightmare Before Christmas, where mm. it's it's set in its own universe. Yes, it's not connected to like it's, the it's real not, world. Yeah, and it's not like yeah. oh, it's set in New York and you know yes. you know this that and the other. It's, yes. and it's about uh, two people who are you know friggin' screenwriters and yeah. they're like yeah, trying yeah. to discover their Christmas spirit. It's set in a it's, land far, far it's away. It's set in a, a fantasy, fantasy land, land. Yeah. you know, and, you know, for some reason also a pagan tradition um, is um, adhered to there. But, yeah. you know, the uh, it's it's about having um, its own, its own uh, universe. And this one is, uh, because it's uh, Dr. Zeus, it's like... You can't really say it in the real world. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if you look at even other films or other media that they've done that are Doctor Zeus, I don't think any of it is really set in the real world because if I it, don't think it is, if it, I know. if you did, it would be so dull. Like, yeah. you know, do you know what I mean? It has to have the fantasy element. Yeah, and it just be wacky. You know, um, Jim Carrey is, uh, you know, is uh, Jim Carrey dialed up to eleven. Yeah. Uh, in this movie, so if you've got you know Jim Carrey and uh, Ace Ventura, and if you say that's a eight or a nine, yeah, this is eleven Absolutely. or fifteen, maybe a twenty. But you know he he's, you, I don't think I can really picture too many other people pulling it off, and it'd be such an enjoyable movie. And he, there's a lot of things in it that he, uh, over time have come out that they're all they're like ad libs. So it's oh, like yeah. what? So it's like what would the film have been like if it didn't have that Jim Carrey sprinkles on top? Ah, uh, I mean, it, it, perfect casting, perfect casting choice. Yeah. He, he's he's phenomenal in it. Mm. You know, it's you're you're right, and and it's he he is absolutely able to go like full on Jim Carrey mm. without any kind of um, restraint or. Um, you know, sort of um, critical reception that he's like overacting or overdoing it or whatever, no, no. because it, you know, it, it doesn't need it. Directed by uh, Ron Howard. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm. That's oh, why uh, Clint Howard and Bryce Dallas Howard are both in it. <laughs> so, are they? Yeah, I mean, well, Bryce Dallas Howard only has a um, like a small cameo, but right? Yeah. yeah. When when you see Clint Howard is in a, a film, you're like, oh, Ron Howard directed yeah, this. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah, again, it's um, you know, uh, I feel like out of this um, slight segue 
I, I feel out of this like Hollywood had a bit of a period where they went through trying to adapt quite a few Doctor Seuss. Mm. Yeah. Um, with you know most notably Cat in the Hat. Yeah. Um, did they did Horton Hears a Who? Yes. Didn't they? Uh, they well, they, you know, the, over the period of the noughties, mm. I feel like uh, every couple of years they were like, well, we could probably do a Doctor Seuss movie. Yeah. And I, that is a weird. That's a weird. Each period. one featuring a leading Hollywood comedy actor. Yeah. You had Mike Myers mm. as Danny in DeVito. the Hat and uh, Jim Carrey in, in How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Steve mm. Carell. Is Horton in Horton? Here's a who. Is it? I thought it was. Oh no, that's um, the the Lorax, isn't it? That's Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito's mm. the Lorax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I got confused. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. much so. Yeah. So yeah, it's that's kind yeah. of there like was a the ten trend. year. Yeah, there was a ten yeah. year period where uh, Hollywood, or maybe I, I don't know whether they're all the same studio. But, yeah. You know, one studio studio definitely had had it had it on for a, a Doctor Seuss movies. Yeah. Um, but this one is just. Yeah, it's. I don't. I don't really know how to compare it to the original much. Mm, no, no. Um, as I've only seen clips. Yep. Probably should have done a bit more research, but it's been a bit. It's been a busy month. But you know, it's this on its own is its own thing. You know, it, yeah. it is the Grinch, but it's yeah. also it's so it's in its in its different medium now. Yep. It's in live action. And um, yeah, it just works so well, and the you know the the set design and the you know and the makeup and the, the I mean, come on, costume and makeup. Is, How did that not win an Oscar? Yeah, it's um, you know phenomenal. The you know the the effort went in there. They didn't just say, well, we'll just lean on the fact that it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, um, they re- they rest. Uh, they did not rest on any laurels of yeah. just being like, oh well, it's the Grinch, everyone knows it, yeah. and you know we'll just not half-ass it, but you know, yeah. they, they they just gave um, they gave everything, um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a great movie, and it's just uh, it just it's such a showcase of um, Jim Carrey's talents. Uh, I know there. I know there's there's other people in it, but yeah. I mean, it is the Grinch, and it is if you don't get that character right. Oh yeah, absolutely. It, the movie falls apart. <laughs> so absolutely. You know, um, the most famous ad lib I think is when he um, when he uh, when he's in his uh, his mountain lair, mm. uh, and he uh, pulls the tablecloth off the table, and everything stays on the table. And it wasn't supposed to. So Jim Carrey goes back to the table and he like pushes it all over. Oh, really? Yeah. So <laughs> he, he was like, because obviously when someone pulls the, the um, cloth off a table, you're expecting everything to stay. Yeah. But in this scene, he, he he's pulling it off and it, it was expected to all fall over because he, he's like, I don't know how to, I don't yeah. know how to do that. Like, it's what, not going to happen. And he just did it first time. First time, just went like that and it, it stayed. And he like, he's, he's, his direction is to like walk off uh, off camera, and he like walks back on camera and just like pushes it all over. <laughs> I was just like, that is just perfect characterization yeah. of the Grinch. Yeah, perfect. Um, only what a thing that could happen one time on set. Yeah, uh, and then as soon as you watch it, 
you know, if you were there on set, you'd be like, well, well, yeah. that's in the movie. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, that's, that's it. Where, yeah, that's let's it. Yeah. Wait for lunch, you guys. Yeah. yeah. So they probably had loads of other shots planned. Yeah, they yeah, were just yeah. like, right, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's put us ahead yeah, of schedule. Fifty-minute uh, break. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's so great. Yeah, love the film. Uh, you know, it's an it's an encapsulation yeah. of um, of just uh, what a a fantasy Christmas movie can be. Yeah. Uh, when executed um, by just constant one of my one of my most regularly used gifs oh, on yeah. uh, WhatsApp <laughs> is the one of him uh, the clip from the Grinch of him where he's he's like um ah oh, what do I got to do today uh four o'clock wallow in self pity five <laughs> o'clock dinner with me I can't cancel that again you know <laughs> God, some of the some of the lines in it and his his um, interpretation is just like. <laughs> You just um, you can feel the Jim Carrey coming through, but oh, it's yeah. just uh, it's just an otherworldly Jim Carrey, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, mixed, yeah. mixed with yeah. this classic character. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, 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 here's the thing that uh, I haven't watched it in years, but I can I can vividly remember yes. so much about it. So you know, it's one of those ones that it stays with you. You don't you don't really. You know, I'm not saying you don't have to watch it every year. I'm just saying, yeah. you know, it's it's inburned into your yeah. into your uh, subconscious when it comes to Christmas because it's got so much. I feel so like I feel like as well. Ironically, um, it's quite a mature film in that you know it's not just like um, silly slapstick. No, um, to 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 make the the kid the kids giggle. It's it's quite sophisticated. Well, and, for me, it's um, well. He he basically the reason why he is how he is is just because he got bullied. Yeah, and he's sort of exiled and, and you know what? And you know, there's all a little bit of us that can be like. And... There's all, always a little bit of you that's just like I'm on I'm on his side. I'd probably be like that yeah. if I was treated that way. Yeah, and exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like, and that's why because it's um because it's not just um like you say it's not just um. Uh, you know, it's not just all uh, ad-libbed, like, slapstick comedy, you know, because it's got an actual um, underlying story which is quite heartfelt. Mm. Um, that's what makes it more, um, you know, that's what makes it more impactful when he, you know, his heart gr- grows two sizes. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. you know, it's it, there, there's got to be that... Um, that um, I don't want to say emotional connection. I, I just want to say like you, you've you've got to have something that that makes a little bit of sense. Yeah, you got to have that little bit of uh, you know sympathy towards the character, um, and it be not forced. You know, like it's quite. Re- I'm saying it's realistic. The guy's head to toe in green fur, yeah. but you know, do you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, what happens to him is quite realistic. Yeah, if you yeah, took yeah. all of that away, yeah, you're just like, oh, he, he got bullied, and you know, he doesn't want to live in society yeah. anymore. And it's like, yeah, okay, because he because he looked different. Yeah, he was discriminated against for looking mm. different and picked on. And like, why should he, you know, like Christmas? You know, yeah. when the, everyone's having a good time. And he's just all alone. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. And there, so yeah, it, it, that's the that's the underlying yeah. thing. And then on top of it is just like, yeah, silly yeah. comedy. You know, yeah. for, it is still a kids it's, uh, it's, movie. It's weird. I thought I I thoroughly enjoyed 
and still do enjoy watching The Grinch as an adult more than I did when I first saw it as a kid. Mm. And I think that's because it it does have quite mature um, and, and adult themes. And a good film, um, especially a good Christmas movie, should just have more and more that you resonate or that more that resonates with you as time goes on yeah because the worst ones are the ones that are just you feel nothing as a child yeah. or as an adult yeah because it's because it, they're they're catered for a specific um mm-hmm. market market mm-hmm. yeah whereas like for example yeah like the grinch and like gremlins for example um sorry to backtrack but i feel like that can be enjoyed by both kids and adults yes because it has enough content of both mm. to please so you can you can you can get older and grow up and not necessarily wiser, um, <laughs> and you can still sit sit down and watch it and and be like that's that's a really good well made film. I appreciate it now for completely different reasons mm. than I did as a child. The mark of a gr- good uh, slash great film, regardless of it being Christmas, um, but more so because it's on this list because it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. yeah. So what are you gonna go for? For number three. Well, coming in at number three, in third place, um, is uh, Miracle on 34th Street. Ooh! The 1990s remake. Of course, yeah. With Richard Attenborough and Mara Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Fun fact, uh, I've uh, stayed at an apartment on 34th Street. Really? Yeah, my auntie used to live on 34th Street. Is the, the 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 shopping mall where he worked in the film? I don't there. think that's exactly the street where it is. Oh right, um, a bit of movie magic there. They probably shot it somewhere else. I right, could be yeah. I could be wrong. I I think it was the complete opposite side of the island to Very where I was staying. Fourth Street. Yeah, whereas I was staying by by the river. Right. Um. So. Did you experience a miracle while you were there? Uh. I wouldn't say miracle. I had, I had a good time. Right. Like, so, <laughs> well, there you go. There you go, listeners. Um, you want uh, a good time? Go to Thirty Fourth Street, but you won't experience a miracle. Yeah, I wouldn't say um, my auntie. Um, you know, get, buying me a, a limo ride tour around the the city is not quite a miracle. That's just a well well, well laid plan. I think. That's, well, it's all right for some, isn't it? You've, it is right you've heard some. it here, listeners. Yeah. Riding um, riding high pre Two Wheels podcast days. There you go. When I went to New York, uh, my dad took me up the World Trade Center because it was still mm. around then, and um, I just moaned the whole time because it was so freaking cold. Oh yeah. So that's my memory. New York, it was bloody freezing. Yeah. Oh, uh, I've also done it, it when there's been a blizzard. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, New York uh, during the see all of the these. Uh, this is a side note in yeah. in movies like this where you see New York. When it's snowing in, and near Christmas, yeah, yeah. Um, just after that, yeah. comes the the blizzard yeah. kind of season. Yeah. So I went in February once, yeah, uh, and the when the the plane landed on the tarmac, it was just covered in snow. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever been on a plane and it's landed in like three, four, five feet of snow or whatever. I have not. That is, um, and you're looking out the window and you're like, this, yeah, because you've driven in a car. Yeah. You're like, well, this is going to skid off the runway. Yeah. Uh, no, very, I have not. very, um, very nerve wracking. But I have been to Manhattan in the winter. Yeah. And I can tell you, Don't it's fucking it. freezing. <laughs> 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 so there um, you go. Um, yeah, Miracle on 34th yeah. Street. Anyway. <laughs> 34th Street. We're, we're um, very on top. Probably of it. really cold. Uh, in, yeah. yeah um, 
you know what? I I this I saw I saw this. Fortunately, I remember when this film first came out. Mm. Uh, I was very young, but I saw it. I absolutely loved it. I loved it. Um, and it's unusual, I think, for but for but maybe that says more about me. But the thing about this film is, again, it's not very childish. No, I wouldn't say it's like it's not like Elf. All kiddies, it, you know. Um, it's it's quite again, it's quite a mature film. It's got a lot of adult themes in it. Um, you know, it's it. You you know, you've got the the relationship between the mum and, and her the, the her suitor the lawyer guy mm. and the daughter's like really like cynical and doesn't believe in Santa and uh and then obviously sort of the main I guess the main uh plot is about how Santa um well he starts working at this mall and he he's sort of you know his his like enthusiasm and and spirit mm. um like sort of inspires everyone around him but there's no magic no, no, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you never see him in a in a sleigh. You never see like him flying around. Yeah. So it's very, very, and it's very. It, it it implies that he probably is the actual real Santa Claus, but they never actually say it or show it. I like that they keep it ambiguous. Very ambiguous. But but then it takes quite a dark turn. He gets he gets wrongfully, um, he gets set up and wrongfully charged with assault, and then gets put on trial. Yeah. Uh. Because they're because because he because they're because he gets threatened with um being committed to a mental asylum yeah because he genuinely believes that he's Santa and so the 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 lawyer the handsome lawyer guy uh <laughs> play uh has to defend him in court is that Dylan McDermott Dylan McDermott yeah, yeah and has to prove that he's not <laughs> um he's not mad yeah I mean it doesn't sound like a fun family Christmas no. film but see, it's, it, it's a you see I'm gonna say you this know, uh... that's the nineties for you. Kids. Someone who's <laughs> someone who's really optimistic, and someone who's really an inspiration, um, you know, doesn't really put doesn't put a foot wrong. Is exactly. always kind of wise and insightful. Yeah. Um, especially in movies, um, America loves to fucking bang them up. Yeah. Don't they? Yeah. You know, yeah. like uh, yeah. if someone's uh, in the in the right and has really has done nothing wrong. Um, they, they uh, you know, Hollywood loves to just, uh, you know, attempt to put them in prison or, yeah. you know, att- attempt to, to tarnish their name. And this this one's kind of like in that vein, you know, of um, he's he's too nice. So he obviously yeah. must be a wrong. Yeah. You know, he must yeah. be weird or he must he must have lost his mind. He thinks he's Santa Claus. Yeah. It's just like, oh, yeah, uh, you can see that happening in, in America. Yeah, that, that happening in New York. Yeah, that's the thing about it's actually it quite well. realistic. You could see, you could see that that's exactly what would happen. He's really, really nice and yeah. a really good guy. Someone would yeah. definitely try and frame yeah. him. Let's set him up to yeah. get some dirt on him yeah. to sell newspapers yeah. or whatever, um, or like a rival company tries to get rid of him because yeah. he the because the the, the 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 actual mall he works at is getting really successful yes yeah yeah so yeah of course that would happen in real life it's yeah. very realistic but do you know what as well it's so uplifting it just it oh, just yeah. it gives you goosebumps and it's it's you know it's just so heartwarming and um and and yeah it, it, it does have the sort of glamorous hollywood ending where it's all like i believe and yeah it does have that but well, it's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie. You don't want it to end on a on a somber, and sour, it is supposed or to be a family sorry. film. Yeah, 
And um, it's just great. I mean, Richard Attenborough's great. I mean, I mean, he is fucking fun. He's great in general, but he's really great in this. You know, he's just, um, it, you know, he's so um, he's so lovable, and he 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 gives a great performance. Um, he's my favourite on-screen Santa. Oh uh, yeah, me too. Because um, he, he he he's just he's he's just brilliant, and he yeah he just sort of. He embodies, well, his, his character, the the character that he plays, the version of Santa that he plays, Chris Kringle. Mm. He embodies everything I am. I imagined as a child, Father Christmas w- would be, mm. um, and that's not necessarily the sort of cliche stereotypical Santa. He not not like fat, jolly, um, you know, uh, like big long beard. Like uh, he's he's more of a sort of dignified, refined um, English speaking. He's he's a, he's um, a classy Santa. Yeah, he's a classy Santa. And I mean, but again, but, that wouldn't come really from an American. You know, that, like you said, it would just be it would it just be a you know, it'd just be obese, and it'd just be like it'd have oh, to be just ho ho hoing all, all over, over the, the top, long yeah. as yeah, where, long as anything. Being. Whereas Richard Attenborough's uh, version of mm. of Santa. Do you know what he, as well, he feels like he could be your granddad. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's just a lovely, sweet old granddad, and he's got with with his Werther's original. <laughs> he's like, come and sit down. Let's watch Last of the Summer Wine together yeah. with a packet of Werther's original. Or keeping uh, up appearances. Keeping up appearances. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's bouquet. <laughs> come now, let's watch Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, starring Richard Attenborough. <laughs> For some reason, um, I, I, I listeners. When we're feeling we're in the cinema, um, about to watch Spider Man No Way Home, we would started just doing quotes from Keeping Up Appearances for some reason. Showing our age as well. Hyacinth bouquet. <laughs> I don't know how you get from Spider Man to Hyacinth bouquet. No, how we no, we were watching. Uh, we were watching the adverts. What? What? I can't, I can't remember what what we were watching. I can't remember either. But some, for some reason, we 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 both turned to each other. And we're like Keeping Up Appearances. Keeping Up Appearances. Huh? Yeah. For I don't know. Was it because someone's name was spelt differently or something? Yeah. Oh yes, it was. I'd... It was. Um, uh, we were, we were saying the 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 pronunciation for someone's name, and uh, it was. Oh yeah. I that... think it was. It was uh, obviously you pronounce it different to how it's spelt. Oh, that's reminds and, and then I was just like, it's pronounced bouquet. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Bucket got a letter for you. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, yeah, Richard Attenborough is um, just. Yeah, he's he's just he's not your traditional Santa in the sense of the commercialized version quite as much as yeah. that you would get in America. Exactly. He's not the Coca-Cola. No, he's Santa. not quite Coca-Cola Santa. No. Um he's more like yeah. Yeah, he's he brings something um very um still very, still very Chris Kringle. Yeah. But like it's um Dialing back the the most exaggerated bits, yeah, yeah, and it's 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 different and it's very well yeah, done. Yeah, he's he's a, he's soft and gentle and mm. kind hearted and yeah, you uh, hit the nail on the head with the he could be your it be your granddad, he could be your granddad, and I think that's yeah. it. Screenplay um, by John Hughes, produced by John Hughes, really, and I think you can tell. 
I didn't know that. No, oh, I see. I see. I feel it's it's different. Obviously, it's not like Gremlins. Yeah, but, but it's no, um, no. It's just yeah, just a uh, bit. No, no. Sorry, what? What? Um, yeah, you know, like uh, I was saying that the you know it had those kind of films yeah. like uh, the Amblin Entertainment Spielberg yes, John yes, Hughes yes. films. Yes, they have right. a motif. Yes. Um, but this it's it's got it's got um, fingerprints of of, yes, of those it is a bit John of Hughes-y, those movies. Yeah. yeah. But it, but it's not exactly like. Um, not exactly like breakfast club no you know, it's, 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 but uh i can i can i can i can i know this might be wrong but uh, he's got a bit of a reputation for cracking out a screenplay in about five ten I've days i've heard this yeah and uh, yeah I, I, I can tell that uh, uh you know uh, an executive at whatever studio um produced this um film probably uh you know one year before um, they want to release this movie. They're just yeah. like, oh, uh, we want to remake uh, Miracle yeah. on Thirty Fourth Street. Yeah, whip us up. A uh, whip us up a. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's we need it in ten days, kind of thing. And we, yeah. sh- and we shoot next month, yeah. kind of shit. Um, and you know, he probably probably did that, and they knocked it out of the park. So classic see, Christmas movie. See, now I'm thinking. Can't say that. No. Um, uh, now I'm thinking, would it have been a much better ending if um, uh, if if Chris Kringle ha- had like after he'd said goodbye to the family, he'd like walked across uh, a, a football field to um, "Don't You Forget About Me," <laughs> don't you? Do, do, and then lifted his fist up in the air, <laughs> and he's dressed in 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 a, in, in, in a freeze frame. So yeah, but it, it freeze frames, but where he's in like normal clothing, but when it freeze frames, you know, it does like that that transitional wipe where it wipes. Yeah. So he's he's dressed as Father Christmas, oh, but he's now in the same That's pose. an ending. I love don't that. You. Do, 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 do. But then, but but so it's that song, but it also has sleigh bells. Oh, obviously it has to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if it's a if it's a Christmas movie, the soundtrack, whatever song, has to have slavery. That's brilliant. So yeah, that's my only criticism of the film that it it should have ended exactly like exactly like the Breakfast Club. So there you go. Or or that was probably in the first draft. Yeah, and they were like, you can't. We see you trying to sneak that in. Yeah, he's like, look, I just do. I do it with every movie. Okay. Yeah, they're like John. Yeah, I noticed that. John, you, you you can't end every film with someone walking across, walking away with, with with their fist in the air. Oh, can't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then every movie in an alternate universe, there's a movie where every John Hughes movie finishes like that. Well, if I should mention that, because aren't all John Hughes movies set in the same town? I think or they're set in county. The, I think they're all set in Chicago, aren't they? Yeah, they're, they're all Except set for a, an obvious one in the which same area. Um, so, um, so, so they, it would make sense for them all to do It's possible that same they thing. could be in the same universe, yeah. the John Hughesiverse. The the John Hughesiverse is uh, you know the precursor to all the other cinematic yeah. universes. Um, so um, that was number. Three on your list. That was num- my number three. Number What's th- your number three? Uh, number number three for me. Um, again, not planned at all. Is um, Home Alone another oh. John Hughes movie? Probably the most famous John Hughes movie. Ooh, that's for another time. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's. I just remember watching this. Uh, see. Now, I think I might have seen 
the sequel first because of just my age um uh, or i just don't remember seeing home alone Mm. one first yeah my parents might have put it on tv you know but i just didn't absorb it as much and then obviously i think i was a probably about seven or eight of the sequel um but um yeah so home alone uh, the the first one didn't really rewatch it until i was a little bit so probably till I was about seven or eight, which like is probably a little bit preteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but what, what can you say? It's it's uh, this contrasting to what I said about the Grinch being a blueprint for um, fantasy Christmas movies. Mm. This, although its subject matter is a little different, it's quite kind of a little bit like. Uh, the aesthetic is a blueprint for live action Christmas movies. I feel like the aesthetic of all subsequent, you know, kind of late 20th century, early 21st century Christmas movies were born out of this film. Mm. Oh yeah. Because of the, the big house, the, the, the color of like the inside of the house. Yeah. Um, I watched the, uh, movies that made us but yeah about it and the most interesting thing was just like the amount of detail that went into their house the inside which they built inside a school gymnasium wow uh because the inside of the uh, the actual house didn't look anything like what they wanted yeah and also for them to shoot all of the scenes you know like ways in the house doing uh doing the um Doing the maiming, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. They they were like, it'll be a logistical nightmare to to set it all up, film it inside a house. Yeah, so they needed somewhere where they could take, take the walls a wall off, out. Yeah, get the camera in. Um. So yeah, they. It was. It's an, another again another reason to watch it because it's such a good behind mm. the scenes. But one of the ones was one of the uh, things about it was just like they set up their production base in this high school during the summer when there's no kids they filmed all of the scenes in the high school then all of the other bits you know again it's it's all in chicago mm. um for real it's not just like oh they shot some wides and then they went to la yeah uh john hughes was was adamant that it all be shot there in all to save to save money just be shot a uh, low-key kind of you know like I said, getting a school to be the set, you know, yeah. and um, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, you're wearing the color scheme of the house. They were like, oh, I am. They they were like, we can't have any colors other than red, like green and white, in the whole house. I mean, obviously, yeah, just... some some bits are like, if you've got a VCR, it's black. But like the ma- the majority of it is just all. That's the color scheme. It can't be anything else. Just for reference, listeners, uh, I'm currently wearing a, a tartan shirt that is red, green, and white, which is why quite, it's quite Christmassy. Yeah. Uh, not being not being overtly Christmassy, <laughs> which is why yeah. And I'm wearing um, an, uh, an Aloha Surfer uh, pink shirt. Yeah, yeah, nice. Quite yeah. Uh, not yeah. not exactly. So um... the complete opposite of a Christmas uh, attire. Uh, I, I thought we, I thought we might have worn Christmas jumpers, but bit um, bit. bit, bit. Bit hot, bit hot and stuffy, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah, in two two real towers. Yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah. 
Um, yeah, I mean, what to say? Home Alone. I mean, look, what there's not a lot to say about Home Alone that hasn't already been said on all over the internet and YouTube. Um, the but yeah, um, just just well, just the funny things really. Like, have you seen that? Um, have you seen that? Like. Uh, like theory, although I think it's ludicrous that Elvis is in it. That Elvis is in it. Yeah, have you seen this? No. So there's there's a specific shot in Home Alone where um, Catherine O'Hara mm. uh, is is at the, the 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 desk at the airport, and she's like yelling at the woman, and in the background behind her, there's this man, this sort of older looking man with with a beard. I think he might have grey hair and a beard. And he does look a lot like how Elvis probably would have looked uh, had he lived uh, to be in the 90s. And a lot of people, I mean, I think it's ridiculous, but a lot of people are like, that's Elvis. Like, he's still alive and he's in Home Alone. Do you know what it's like? Have you heard about the the ghost in Three Men and a Baby? Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. just a cardboard cutout yeah, of dancing. Yeah. <laughs> this is the same thing. It is the same thing. It's yeah. like people have just seen a, an extra who does who looks remarkably like Elvis. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Liam's just showing me a picture of it. Yeah. yeah. It's not... It's, it's not... I mean, you know... And then when you see him from another position, um, yeah, it's definitely not... <laughs> I mean, it's just like, for, why would Elvis be a background extra in 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 a in a movie? Or how lax? Or how lax do you think the security was on this film that Elvis could get so close to the, the, the main actors behind? Yeah, um, and and on set because in the, that scene, uh, John Candy's in that scene as yeah, well. Yeah, that's yeah. He's, he's in the background of that yeah. shot. And I'm just like, how how lax do you think the security was, is he, that he, he could just wander a, on set? He was a, a famous Hollywood star at yeah. that point, so mm. yeah, no, it, ridiculous. But I just thought I'd funny for yes. that out because it's critical. <laughs> and the other thing as well is um, another one that's like a popular uh, thing that's discussed is how what what does what does uh, Kevin's dad do for a living that Definitely he can afford yeah. that house? And I know a lot of people have said that. Um, that oh he that he must be some sort of drug dealer or so, or maybe he's like some sort of shady businessman. Yeah. I have heard theories, which I think are, are quite interesting theories, is that um that he is somehow either directly or indirectly um involved with Harry and Marv. Yeah. That either they deliberately picked that house because they knew it belonged to him. And they were wanting to specifically rip him off, or he actually wanted them to rob him for some sort of insurance scam. Mm. Now, again, um, this is just this is just clutching at straws. These are just fan theories from the internet, but I mean, they do quite interesting. They do case it? other houses. Yeah, they do. Yeah, um, but maybe he is. You know, I don't know. You know, he's yeah. maybe he's. He's some doing does some sort of dodgy dealing. I do like the the, the Kevin. Uh, the Kevin's dad uh, theories, um, just because of how outlandish they are. Yes, yeah, they are you know, pretty um, outlandish. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's such a such a great kind of just it's just an adventure yeah. movie, good for kids. We've actually... I say good for kids, like it's literally telling kids that just if anyone's at the door, yeah. just, Again. just chuck, uh, just chuck uh, heavy paint pots in their head. Again, like 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 and, and like with most films in the eighties, the nineties, 
it's 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 supposed to be a, it's a kids family film set at Christmas, but it's quite violent. <laughs> yeah, it's quite. <laughs> We've actually got a house across the road from us. Yes, that is that basically looks remarkably like we call it the Home Alone. Yeah, we house. do. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah. Um, because if when they put their decorations up, it looks exactly, it looks exactly like. It, but it looks. Home ex- Alone I say house. it looks exactly like it. It looks like a UK version a U- of it. Yeah, I, I, I can't really yeah. get extra. Yeah, one fifth like of the size. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the, it's just the front of it looks so much like the Home Alone house. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, do you know, uh, this is this is the, you, this is very controversial. Go on. But I have to admit, and again, I apologise in advance for this, but like with Ghostbusters, mm. I actually prefer Home Alone Two: Lost in New York. <sighs> Liam's just walked out of the room, uh, <laughs> and he's gone. Um, uh. Let's move on to your third. I don't know if you remember, but I actually sat here and watched it last year while you were fast asleep. What, which? Home Alone 1 or 2? Two? 2. Oh, did two. Yeah. <laughs> Had we been out? No, we, we, we've we been in. We were in all day, but we've been drinking oh, okay. steadily oh, since that, the morning. Yeah. And we watched Saving Mrs. Banks. I think you fell asleep. Oh, yeah. And then I watched Home Alone 2 Lost in New York while yeah. you were... Well, you were <laughs> completely like snoring away which is really fucking annoying because i love both those yeah. movies. honestly it's, saving mr banks is probably in my top five it's so. a great um but home alone 2 is great i think it's really i don't know i just it's that weird thing i just i just would rather like if i had if they were both on two different channels at the same time mm. and i had to flick between one or the other i would watch home alone 2 Sorry about that. Moving swiftly swiftly on on before before the gun comes out. Um, Before I swing a paint pot at your head or or burn your arm or or, uh, put an iron on your head. Or or any number of of things that would definitely kill a person. Yeah, genuinely would really Um, kill a person. So Harry and Marv must be immortal. Oh, yeah. That's another theory, isn't it? Oh, yeah, that they're... Um, that they're just impervious to actual death. They can't die or they don't feel pain. They are the angels of death or something. Oh, that's a good one. I don't know. God. They're just two guys. They're, yeah, they're just they're two, just guys. two blokes. Uh, Reddit is just Reddit just has too much time on it. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, I kind of love it, though. Yeah. Uh, right, well, my number two, um, coming in uh, as the runner-up, is The Muppet Christmas Carol. Ah, So, okay. uh, yeah. A lot higher on your list. Very high. When you said it was your number five, I yeah. was like, say what? Yeah, I know. I know. Um, yeah, I... I, I do you know what I, I? I mean, like you, like you said, I absolutely love this film. It's my favourite Muppet film. It's my favourite. Uh, it's my second favourite Christmas film of all time. Mm. Um, if it wasn't for number one, if number, you know, then this would, you know, this would top. Yeah. All the, this would top. Uh, yeah. I watch it every year mm. religiously. Well, we'll be watching it Christmas Day. Usually on Christmas Day. This is my Christmas Day film. My number one is my Christmas Eve film. Okay. Nice. Um, you know, it, it, uh, yeah. It's it's also it's also my it's my favorite adaptation of a Christmas Carol. Mm. Um, including Scrooged. Well, controversially, um, I haven't put any other adaptation. You haven't uh, of uh, uh, Christmas Carol yet. in this list. Yeah. Uh, and spoiler, no, it's not no, in the top two. I didn't think it would be. Um, <laughs> I haven't done another one. What's what's another famous uh, rendition? Well, there's um, there's the sort of 
they're more serious ones original um well, I don't think but I don't think but there was a one from like the 40s oh yeah wow. which I think is the one of the uh, there's there was an animated one with Jim Carrey was it yep there was a there was a musical version in the seventies with Albert Finney. Oh, okay, got called you. Scrooge the Musical, which is basically like tr- them. They basically tried to cash in on Oliver, but, <laughs> but they, they thought, well, we've got just because that this one's got an urchin it's in it. It's so well. much like Oliver. Yeah. They've even have a number that is exactly like Consider Yourself, but isn't Consider Yourself. <laughs> um, Trying to remake it, but with a book. Another yeah. story? Oh, what other Charles Dickens story can we adapt into a... Can Lionel Bart adapt into a music? Uh, I, t- I totally forgot that they made another um, Robert Zemeckis uh, animation. Yeah. Yeah, that's the Jim Carrey one, yeah. yeah. Um, another animation that is not very good animation, like Polar Express. Yeah. Controversially. It's good. It's good. Yeah. They're all right. Mm. Um... Robert Zemeckis went through a stage of just making animations that just got panned because the eyes don't work. Probably would have been better if they'd been at, live action. At live action. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Polar Express might have been like a, a classic. What he needed to be focusing on is um, you had Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah. At, at, in a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know. God. Uh, what Robert Zemeckis needed to be doing is battening down the hatches and. Literally holding up the barricades of Hollywood, trying to get Back to, to the Future, get right. him to remake, yeah, <laughs> remake exactly. Back to the Future. He needs to focus solely on making sure that they don't do it. He's like the um, he's like the the knight uh, in um, the Last, the Last Crusade, Crusade. Yeah. Um, making sure that no uh, ill-willed um, people come for those yeah. rights. Yeah. Um, and so far, there's just bodies laying everywhere. Yeah, um, right. Because he's just like, you chose poorly. And you know, <laughs> it's just like, yeah. no, you can't have the rights to Back to the Future. Anyway, yes, Christmas Carol. I think I've watched a, a Christmas Carol adaptation, maybe from like the mid 80s or early 90s um, in um, in school. Yeah. Um, which was a more faithful adaptation to the book, I would say, than The Muppets Christmas Carol, but less enjoyable. Well, you say that, but a lot of people say that the Muppet Christmas Carol, ironically, is one of the most faithful adaptations. <laughs> All and the I way down that, to having... Um... I mean that with complete sincerity. <laughs> Tiny Tim's a frog. No, obviously, it's you know, not including the fact that they're Muppets, but... Mm, um, I know what you mean. Yeah. But no, it does. Like, um, it was, it's, it's one of the few adaptations to include the narration. Yeah, because so, it's got um, Gonzo uh, and Rizzo. Yeah, as uh, narrators. the narrators, um, a very few uh, adaptations do that. Whereas they, so they, and, and and a lot of their dialogue is is lifted straight from the book. Mm. Um, so it's actually a very faithful adaptation. Weirdly, mm, yeah, and I also think Michael Caine's is. Is his version of Scrooge is the best on screen? I was gonna Scrooge, say, yeah, it's, it's the best ever. He's brilliant. Yeah. he's perfect. It's, it's perfect casting. He's perfect as um um as Scrooge is a dual role. Yeah, it's a dual role of uh pre ghosts yep. and post. Yeah, so uh, you know with yep. um especially the beginning where he is. You know, there's a reason why we use the name Scrooge uh, as, you know, the adjective of someone who is 
acting in a particular manner. So, you know, and he, he personifies that quite well. Yeah. So, very, very well. Great. I mean, and also again, it's it's odd. You know, obviously we've spoken about the the, the fantastic soundtrack, uh, <laughs> or the songs are great. Um, you know, particularly uh, it feels like Christmas. Mm. But I think the Ghost of the Christmas Present sings mm. that is a banger. Um, uh, you know, it's but as well as is um, even though it's a Muppet film and it's it is silly in places because you know it's got to be. You've got to you got to. Um, you know, got to keep the kids amused. Um, but again, like Michael Caine plays plays Scrooge com- like completely straight. There's not a hint of silliness no, yeah. in his performance, no. and that works so well. Yeah, yeah. They could have gone um, another way with it. They could have had him still be Scrooge, but it's been like played for laughs. Yeah, I know we use that term quite a bit, but you know, it, yes. it is a trope of Hollywood for. Um, maybe not at that particular time. It's more so these days. Yeah. Um, not to sound ancient, but um, it's it's more like uh, uh, what 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 are we gonna do to like spice up Scrooge? Yeah. You know, because it's this is not you know they could have done that because they're like we got the fucking Muppets. In yeah, it's this. a Muppet like, movie. It's, Let's it's, make it as silly as possible. Yeah, and but they didn't with that particular character because yeah. um, you know, uh, like you said, they wanted to go uh, faithful, but with you know, uh, a twist that it's um, a musical featuring yeah, the Muppets. I know. Um, and again, it's it shouldn't work, but it does because it does. one of the reasons is because Michael Caine's Scrooge's um, plays how it is. Yeah, yeah. and and also weirdly, um, you know, with it being a Dickens adaptation and a, you know, Christmas Carol, the 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 the, 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 the Muppets they choose to play the characters in the in the story. <laughs> That actually, it actually really works. Like yeah, yeah. Fezziwig is is that that bear, and um, uh, you know, and and Kermit as Bob Crutchit. Mm. Again, he, he, that's that's played completely straight. It's not like he, he he's not being silly no, no, or because no. he's in a serious situation. Yeah, he's playing it seriously. Yes, yeah, take it. They take it super seriously, mm. and you almost sort of forget. In a way, you're sort of watching it. Like obviously, watching it, you're beaming. You're loving life. But you might sort of, in a way, you forget that you're watching a Muppet movie. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You just sit there watching so in the in the in the bits of uh, you know seriousness. You're right, and then and then they go into a musical number. Yeah. And it's like oh, it's just the Muppets. Yeah. Like you know you know that when they show the um, I think it's when he gets taken to the future, and they show the the Crutchit family mm. after Tiny Tim's passed away. And I'm I'm sat there. I'm like I'm a grown man, and I'm I'm getting teary eyed over over a, 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 a dead over a one foot frog tall puppet. Frog puppet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that yeah. says it all. Yeah, it's uh, it's just um, great. Uh, again, this uh, the, I feel like um, not not to dilute it a little bit more, but I feel like there's there's this particular. Um, uh, this particular uh, style of Christmas movie as well, which is all of all of its own. I've, we've got like the yeah. one that's in live action, real world. We've got one that's complete fantasy, complete different universe, and then you've got this amalgamation of the two. Yeah, where the Muppets Christmas Carol kind of lives, and it's impressive. Yeah, 
uh, to do so, and for it to work as well as it does. I know. It's just it's great. It's 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 an, it's an, it's it's absolutely brilliant. Uh, so so for our for our number one, um, should we? Say it at the same time. I was going to suggest that, yeah, mm. because I've got I've got a funny, I've got a warm <laughs> Christmassy feeling that uh, that it's based on the fact that we've gone. We're now both down to number one, and well, I've got my number two to go. Oh yeah, of course you have. I forgot about that. Sorry, um, but yeah, we will say the we'll do. We did that before, didn't we? For one of our top top five yeah i think yeah we did didn't we yeah. yeah oh yeah so okay so your runner-up number two is my number two is home alone two. Oh, lost in new york what <laughs> just happened i don't so you do think it's better than one? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Oh my! Oh wow! I was not expecting that. I didn't. I didn't say that. See, when you were saying about you, um, you liking two more than one, I just didn't say anything. You didn't. I, Completely I, straight face. I, I plead the fifth. I was. <laughs> it's like I was on the stand and I was going down. I was just like, no, I'm not going to implicate myself. I'm not going to give anything. Wow. Away. Um, yeah, uh, New York. I love New York as yep. a place. Um, bloody for, cold, though. Bloody cold, though. If you go in February, <laughs> I don't recommend it. <laughs> Shoveling snow and shit. Um, uh, yeah, it's um, it's there is there is something about it, isn't there? Like as a setting. Yeah. There's a reason why it's been used so much. Yeah. And um, you know, this film encapsulates that feeling yeah. whether it's manufactured or whether it's uh, uh really exists um i was just like uh, i was i watched it all the time as a child and i mean i don't Same. mean i don't mean um i don't mean you know watching christmas movies you might watch um uh, muppets christmas carol like once around christmas time yeah. as a child I mean, I probably put this on like a couple of times a week, <laughs> uh, or like around this Christmas period, I probably watched it about five times. Yeah. Each year. Yeah. And I'm just, you know, it's um, another example of a great sequel. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. You know, it's got to be on your list. Yeah. For uh, films that are, if good, uh, as good, if, if not, not better. Um, yeah. Than originals. Um, the formula is yes. there. Do you do the same thing? Yeah. But completely different. Same thing, changing certain elements, yep. certain factors. Yeah. Uh, essentially, with that, you just keep the soul of the first one. Yes. And the little changes, but then there are so many callbacks. Yeah. Are so rewarding. Yeah. You know, there are films that do callbacks to earlier in. Uh, the same film or earlier in the previous film and they're just shoehorned in but the sh- the callbacks in this a make sense and b are just rewarding when they when they pull them off yeah you know um different 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 thing you know as the title suggests uh, lost in new york not just left at home yeah 
because you've got uh, Kevin, um, you know, uh, credit to um, Macaulay Culkin, who, you know, I know he, he, he kind of, he, he rode the wave of being uh, Kevin McAllister and like Richie Rich and like the, the, the child actor he was in the nineties. Yeah. Um, you know, and he's he's kind of made a bit of a resurgence now in in the public. I I wouldn't say he's been in like a ton of films, but he's just doing his own thing. Mm. You know, um, and it must have been hard because it's like one of the he was in the spotlight for a good you know six seven years, and it's you know putting that pressure of how famous he was and how big these movies were onto a child's shoulders is quite is quite impressive that he didn't. Um, it didn't go down like a darker route that he did, mm. you know. Like mm. it's, uh, you know, being a child star affects like tons. Obviously, that should be looked into and stuff. But you know, he seems to he's he's a weird guy. Mm. Um, but he was a fantastic actor. Yeah, for his age, you know. And when you watch these, yes, some of it is like kind of schlocky, but he's like seven. Yeah. Like, and I'm just like, honestly, he's doing amazing. Yeah, and he ca- you know? it carries the whole film. He has to. He's the main character. So well. Yeah. You know? And he has to do a lot yeah. in these two movies, and especially in this one, um, you know, because, you know, he's a majority of the, the first film is at home. Yeah. And this one, he's, you know, he hasn't really got anywhere to go at first. And then he's obviously he's at the hotel and then, you know. Again, supporting cast added by having yeah, Tim Curry. Yeah, great, and it's 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 like he's like a secondary villain. He is a secondary. Yeah, villain. and it's, and Mate, it's, it's even it's a great in this addition. in this, I think he's a primary villain. Really. Yeah, yeah, because he's the one that they interact he interacts with them more. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, he, he, yeah, and exactly. That's why. That's why I think it's better because he's not confined to the house. So there's so yeah. much more scope. Yeah. For doing stuff. So that's what you have the stuff with the toy store, you have the stuff in the hotel, mm. you have you have the stuff in the in the uh, abandoned uncle's house. Mm. Which I love because it's so much more grittier. It is grittier. Yeah. Isn't it? It's a bit dark. <laughs> yeah. Darker somehow. It's like it's like abandoned. It's got no furniture in it. There's like holes in the floor. Yeah. Um, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it's quite. It's really just crazy. when Harry and Marv thought it couldn't get any worse. Yeah, they're like it uh, gets far worse. Yeah, it does get far <laughs> worse, doesn't it? And honestly, some of the stuff they just—it's all dialed up against. It's yeah. all dialed up to eleven. It's like, oh, um, it's, it's, we're, it's not. We're not going to use paintings this time. I'm going to use a, a huge giant like lead pipe. Like a, yeah, thing. Isn't it like a? <laughs> isn't it? I, I, this I, this could be just me having a bit of a Mandela effect, but isn't it like a? A cannon or something. Yeah, it does look like a cannon, doesn't it? Because <laughs> they're like, oh, we we, we yeah. remember. They like they like dodge, dodge the, yeah. the thing. It's a huge. It's, it's, like huge a, it's like an actual cannon. Cannon or thing comes flying down from like the American Civil smashes War. Smashes them in the from face. Gangs of New York. This solid me- me- metal steel. I don't, you how know. how Kevin got it up? <laughs> yeah, I didn't even lift it. <laughs> I don't know. Again, I might be misremembering, but honestly, I've just got this picture of it's on like two ropes yes. either side. Yeah, just absolutely taking them yeah. out. Anyway great movie and like yeah the the action at the end of like the the maiming and the attempted murder is yeah it's just uh, dialed up even more from yeah. the original um and it still keeps the it still keeps the it's, you know the child friendly it's it's still yeah, a kid's it movie yeah. it's you know it still doesn't stray out into like grotesque yeah. um 
you know violence or um it's just yeah I, and i just it it's it gets the uh, the feeling of uh, christmas spot on yeah um uh, and you know what's a more uh, picturesque um backdrop to a christmas movie yeah and then on top of that you've you've got you like you said there's more there's more elements to the story so there's like there's there's more going on in this film than exactly. just oh it's just he's just um cuz what they could have done they could have had uh The guinea pig agrees. Yeah, uh, he's yeah. obviously a fan of Home Alone too. <laughs> uh, he's uh, they could have cut uh, certain story threads that they had yeah. um, in this one. You know, they you know could have not had the pigeon lady. And, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, and but there's there's more going on, and it's just like uh, for for it all adds to the 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 sense of being lost in a in a in a big city like that. Um, but again, they could have they could have rested on their laurels and just said, "Oh, he goes straight to their house," you know, or he goes to the hotel and then he goes straight to their house and he doesn't really venture out. Yeah, because he's like, "Oh, I'll be safe indoors," you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, again, it's just built on the the foundations of a great film, and I feel like it's just it just elevated itself uh, by changing a few elements yeah. here and there. Great film. Yeah, it's great. I mean. Um... I mean, yeah, it's. I mean, you, you. I guess you do have to sort of suspend your disbelief a, a little bit. Like, like Harry and Marv get released from prison, happen to go to the to yeah, New York, yeah, that, that and, is... and bump into Kevin yeah. in the middle of New York yeah. on the same day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, the the likelihood of that happening is like how many people are there in New in New York? I think there's millions. Like, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So a million, like millions to one. Yeah, yeah. Literally. Um, so yeah, um, yeah. That's uh, that's a bit schlocky. Um, <laughs> but do you know what? Yeah, I, eight, I, eight million people. Oh, well, eight million. Yeah, okay, yeah, I so thought it was eight, about two eight, or three. Eight so, million yeah. to one. Um, or even more. But um, do you know what? As well, uh, uh, is uh, uh, I, I, I think it's it's a lot more plausible that um that a kid would get separated from his uh family at the airport and yeah. get on the wrong plane yeah because he he like follows he sees a guy running who he, he who look, who got the same coat as his dad yeah um and he he runs after him and then he sees that man run through the gate and he, he, he then runs, gets on to the plane. Which, in those days, you could just go up. You didn't have to go through all the like, customs and checking. Especially not and... on a domestic American flight. No, you just, like, here's my ticket and yeah. they let you through. Yeah. So I, I think it's a lot more plausible that he gets on the wrong flight and goes to, to, the, to New York than it is that he gets left home alone, that they forget to go on. They forget, they get all the way to... to being in midair, in in I'm talking about one. Mm. They're in midair yeah. on which, when they realise that they've left him at home. So yeah, um, so yeah, I I I I, I completely agree. Home Alone Two is better than Home Alone One. You heard it here. Uh, come at us in the comments. Um, but uh, that's see that's see Liam. That's how I feel about Ghostbusters. Right. 
that's how I feel. That same feeling mm. uh, about Home Alone, Home Alone Two. Mm. So yeah, yeah. And finally, our number. Well, we're going to do some honourable mentions after. Oh, we are. Yeah. Um, but our number one is. Um... So should we do? Should we have a drum roll? Yeah, drum roll, please. Uh, should we should we do it after three? So three, two, one, and then, and then we say, say it, it at the same time. Okay. Okay. You ready? Three, three, two, two one. one. Die hard. Yes. <laughs> hey. Well, I mean, I knew it was. I knew it's. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, it's this. Um, it's going to ruffle some feathers, but it does every Christmas. It's the most divisive Christmas film out there. So we love a bit of controversy anyway. We so, do. We caught um, it. It's um it's <laughs> it's not very Christmassy. Yeah. But it is a Christmas movie. Yeah. I feel like it 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 walks a very fine line. Let's settle this argument right here right now once and for all. Yeah. We here at Two Reels podcast are going to are going to are going to put the nail in the coffin on this debate. Mm. Right, right now. Mm. So strap in. Right, I'm gonna say this. Go on. Happens just around Christmas. Yep. Sleigh bells. Yep. Giant Christmas tree. Yep. Ho ho ho! I've got a mach- now. I've got a machine gun. Iconic. Yeah. I mean, th- th- just two of those would have done, and it'll be a Christmas movie. I mean, there's at least a, a two dozen more references. Mm. Um, to Christmas. To Christmas. Um, but yeah, this exactly. It's it's set at Christmas. It's not necessarily about Christmas. No. But it's set at Christmas. No. Um, it is. Not only is it one hundred percent a Christmas film, and look, I know there are people out there who say that <coughs> Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie, and they'll be and... really annoyed that we didn't choose the holiday instead. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. <laughs> And, you know, you don't get me wrong, you guys. You're entitled to your opinion, and I'm sure you're good people, but um, you're wrong. So, <laughs> um, shut up. Wrong? Um, <laughs> Die Hard is... Not only is it 100% a Christmas movie, I think, and you think, and a lot of other people think, that it's the greatest Christmas movie of all time. Not only do they think it's a Christmas film, that it regularly tops Christmas movie top tens yeah or top five you know you know like if if it was just like oh die hard is a christmas movie you know oh, but it, but it ranks like very low on you know lists you'd be like okay it'd be probably be more up for debate i reckon because there'd be less people who believe that it's a christmas movie do you, do you know what i mean like, yeah so if it was like not in a top five ten or twenty yeah. or wherever there'd be less people that think it's a christmas movie and less people that well look look this is um this i've got this is this is the official imdb top 100 christmas movies of all time die hard's number two mm. out of a hundred yeah the uh, no number <laughs> number one is quite a lot isn't it which is fair enough is it's a wonderful life um, of course die hard is the second to it's a wonderful life Hmm. Out of one out of a hundred, good going. So you know, uh, Home Alone's number six. Um, don't, 
Don't tell me where. I can't Home imagine Alone 2 where is. number two is. Don't tell me where Home Alone Two is if, uh, if oh. you're above it. Uh, Gremlins is eleven. Oh, okay, that's Scrooge that's is twelve. That's respectable. Um, what were our other ones? Um, a Muppets Christmas Carol. Oh, God! You, you, for for those of you who are listening, he's he's still scrolling, and I'm not liking how far down. Oh dear. Oh dear. Uh. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh, still hasn't come up. What? I know. How many? How many of you scrolled past that are just terrible Netflix movies? A, a lot. Oh fuck off. Um. Wow. Um. Did I, they forget? I don't know. Do you they... reckon they just forgot about it? I might have scrolled past it. Oh, okay. To be fair. Right. Okay. Right. It's not. It's. It, it, if it's either I've either scrolled past it or it's not even on the list, which is ridiculous. Bollocks. It's. No, it's not on there. It's not on there. That is that is unbelievable. That's a crime. Wow. And I was um, about to toot the horn of how um, quite credible IMDb can be. Not anymore. It's lost all credibility. <laughs> well, mind you, it did put Die Hard at number two. All right, it's on thin ice. Yeah, it is on thin ice. Um, yeah. Um, so, so right. So now, now, now the big reveal. Mm. Now the the twist ending to our podcast as if it is a twist ending. The mm. very, very predictable twist ending to our podcast, we both said Die Hard. I could, so that example I was talking about at the start, yeah, when I said film A and film B. Right, can you give me three guesses as to what film B is? Um, okay, go on. Uh, so my first guess yeah. is Love Actually. That's film C. Oh, which I didn't meant, which I didn't actually say, but oh, yeah, okay. yeah, but they're very strong. Right. Yeah. Uh, pff, other Christmas movies that are also are you. Uh, I don't know. That was that was my. I was going hard on that one because um, a lot of people are, uh, you know. Well, that's another great song. It was actually Home Alone. Really? What people say that's not a Christmas movie? No, 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 no. Oh, they com- they make that comparison. Because this is my argument. Yeah. So people say, oh, Die Hard's not a Christmas movie because it's got action in it mm. and it's not about Christmas. And I say, well, what about Home Alone? Yes. And they're like, yeah, of course Home Alone's a Christmas film. It's like the ultimate Christmas film. And I say, well, Home Alone's not about Christmas. No. It's got nothing to do with Christmas. It's about leaving a child at home yeah. when you're taking It's just your set at Christmas. Yeah. And then they're like... Yeah, but yeah, but no, because but 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 Home Alone's like it's like a, a wholesome family film and that. Mm. And I'm, I'm I'm like okay, but just because Die Hard. This one's an a wholesome movie, family film as well, where it's about a man trying to rekindle his marriage with his yeah, wife for Christmas. It just so he just happens. To, he just has to go through <laughs> a load of international terrorists yeah. to get back to her. Yes, yeah. but um, yeah, no, and. So, yeah, and then the other example that you quite rightly could have is, and another one that I do use, is mm. Love Actually. Because a lot of people say Love Actually is not only a Christmas film, but it's like one of the greatest Christmas films of all time. I personally can't stand Love Actually, but that's a <laughs> podcast for another day. Um, Next Christmas. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, exactly. Love Actually, not about Christmas. It's a romantic comedy. Mm. It's, it's at Christmas time. It's a Richard Curtis romantic comedy in the same vein as um, Four Weddings and a Funeral and um, Notting Hill, mm. which I do like. Yes. Um, 
but it just happens to be set at Christmas. So, but okay. So, but so if you want to say, if you haters out there want to say that Die Hard's not a Christmas film, then Love Actually isn't a Christmas film, and nor is Home Alone. By their own logic, exactly. Mm. So you've 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 lost the argument there. Mm. If Home Alone's a Christmas film, so is Die so Hard. is Die Hard. Mm. The end. Sorted. Um, so that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> no, we're, we're joking. Oh, look, I mean, look, the thing is, we've already talked about Die Hard because it was my honourable mention for was it? 10 films to see before you die. Sure? I think it was, yeah. Die Hard? It was Die Hard, yeah. I thought we weren't talking about franchises, though. Yeah, but I think <clears> you <throat> I think allowed you me to have it got, on a technicality. Bit, yeah, got a bit of a loophole. Because they didn't mean They it didn't to plan yeah, to yeah. do a, a series. Got it, yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, Die Hard is just... Um, it's just a great movie that just is is a, a great oh, yeah. great movie that just happens to take place at Christmas, and by its uh, elements it brings into it of Christmas, therefore makes it a Christmas film. Absolutely. So you know it's it's a film that has so much. It has a lot of backstory to it. You know, like yeah. how it was a uh, first. You know. Years and years prior, first supposed to be a Frank Sinatra vehicle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, different script rights and yeah. stuff, and Ooh. then you know, f- going uh, taking the plunge with um, Bruce Willis, who'd yeah. really only done um, Moonlighting, a, a comedy TV. Yeah, star. which which uh, which didn't even really after its first second series. I don't think it was even really that well received mm. because they were like, "Oh, the will they won't they?" Is just kind of like it's gone on for so long. Yeah. It just people got bored of it, and you know it's kind of not a real. Uh, he might, yeah. It was kind of on that borderline of not not well known. You know, he's not. A, he wasn't at the time. He wasn't a Hollywood action star. No, not at all. He wasn't a, a big name. You know, and for them to take a risk, um, I say take a risk. These the Die Hard was, uh, you know. Uh, it wasn't like a couple of hundred. It wasn't like over a hundred million. I mean, a hundred million dollars in the eighties was quite quite a lot. But mm. um, it wasn't like the the biggest budget movie. You know, it wasn't going to be, um, you know, the studio's tentpole movie of like the 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 time. Yeah, it, it was just going to be. They they were making a movie. It's an action movie. Back in the eighties, you can make an action movie. It didn't have to be. Like it is now, where it's like there's so much money on it. Yeah, you know, it's a Hollywood film. Don't get me wrong, but the amount of money that they were putting aside for these action films is like pittance compared to what it would be, what it has to be these days. Yeah, you know, for for the same, you know, for the same uh, category of mm. action movie. You know, it's um, from a from a time where you could. You could say, well, a studio is going to take a punt on making an action film. It's got a kind of an unknown guy as a lead. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, script is good. Yeah. Action in the direction is good. And it turns out to be a hit. But, like, there isn't... The only thing I can really think of that's like that, minus the actor part, is John Wick. Where it's like, it wasn't really its yeah. own... It wasn't really like I don't know whether it was like a book or something. I, I don't really know too much mm. about prior. I've seen John Wick, obviously, mm. but I don't know whether it was an IP that was tied to a book or you know it's not a video game, but it's tied. To, I don't know whether it was tied to something else. 
um, the only thing of that is uh, everyone knows who Keanu Reeves is. It wasn't yeah. an unknown actor. Yeah. Um, but that's really all I can kind of compare it to that is kind of happening the these days. Yeah. You know? um, most things are uh, uh, another intellectual property or they've just got a massive star. So if it's going to be a, um action movie of this kind in terms of uh, story, overall plot, it will end up being a Dwayne Johnson vehicle and yeah. end up having a shit script. Oh, God, um, yeah. And it will just, you know, it will just not end up be- being very good. So there, there is nothing like that these days. No, There's no diehards being made these days. No, you're right. Um, 25 million it costs. Wow. Which even in the 80s for uh, a studio movie is quite low budget. Yeah. So, you know... T- took a punt on uh, someone who was a TV actor at the time who, you know, uh, I think prior to even being on the, the on Moonlighting was really f- not really concentrating on acting, was probably going to give it up. Um, and then, you know, late 80s and 1988, Die Hard, changed his life, changed his career. And, you know, the rest, the rest is history. And uh, Alan Rickman is just like an absolute... Is an Revelation. absolute, an absolute top echelon villain. Yeah, in this movie. Oh yeah, without yeah. a doubt. I mean, um, uh, I mean, his Sheriff of Nottingham comes close, but I, I, his performance as Hans Gruber is, I, I think, one of the most iconic, like human movie villains. Yeah. of all time. Mm. Um. So uh, see, I like the yeah. um, you know. I really like the the fact that in the movie it feels like they're leading you down a path of like there's like a bigger conspiracy to it. Mm. I like the subversion of expectation. Yeah. That they're literally just doing it it's, for the money. It's just a robbery. They're just, you know, yep. it's it is such a good it's not like a titanic swerve. Yeah. But it is a good swerve that, you know, you think, oh, there's going to be like some some yeah. underlying when, like message about terrorism. When, when he says about the, all the hostages yeah. he wants released, yeah. if you think it's some sort of political thing. Yeah, and he's just, he's basically just using the fact that he's foreign Yeah, to, to just dupe them into thinking that they're not after yeah. money. Yeah, he has that great line where, where Carl like mouths to him like Asian Dawn. And then yeah. he, he just, he just goes... I read about them in Time magazine. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes back to the phone. Classic. <laughs> the, 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 you know, I know this sounds really bad, but like they're having fun with it. They're yeah, like, you know, the villains are. are bad because yeah. they're, they're just making this shit up as they yeah. go to, to, to throw people off the scent of them yeah. taking a lot of money. Oh, it's, oh, um, yeah. it's very well done. You know, like it's not, um, you know, it's an action film, but for for action f- for action films, because we've definitely reviewed some schlocky action mm. uh, in the quite distant past, mainly when we were doing the Arnold Schwarzenegger. Commando comes to mind. I'm just going to yep. say it. Um, of which Die Hard was pote- pitched as a potential sequel yeah. to. And it's just like a weird connection there. It's compared to that, it is. You know, the, oh, Citizen Kane. It is the pianist, you know. Like yeah. it's, uh, yeah. it's, you know, it's it's really got a little bit of it's got a little bit of cunning behind it. You know, it doesn't have to be the smartest stri- uh, script. It doesn't have to be the smartest script. It just has to be 
um, you know, intelligent people just kind of duping other people into thinking they're doing one thing. Yeah. Uh, doing a bit of misdirection to get what they want, you know, and it's it was quite clever in that way. Yeah. Um, that just, you know, doesn't happen too often these days. If they're doing, if they're going for a misdirection in a movie these days, it, you can scout it pretty much a mile away, can't you? Uh, yeah. If it wasn't ruined by trailers, it's ruined by um, a wink into the camera. You know, like a bit, bit of dialogue here that you're just like, oh, okay, so they're not, they're not doing that, then. They're, they're, they're actually going to be doing this. Mm. And then when they reveal it, thirty-five minutes later in the movie, you're just like, well, I knew that. Yeah. So and it's like it's just ultimately disappointing, but when you're just like uh, you know they're convincingly leading you to think they're doing one thing convincingly yeah. via the script doesn't even have to be totally serious when they're going down this avenue and then they're just like well swerve we just we just want the money <laughs> yeah and we're just gonna try and escape you know yeah it's great uh, there's another great there's great moment where. Uh, where McLean um, realizes that w- where where at, just before the the end, and he when he walk when he walks in, he's like, "That's what all this was about—a fucking robbery." Yeah, he's 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 almost like he's almost all of this, annoyed. Like, yeah, about all of this is just you know it's just they're just it's just a, a, a heist. Nice, yeah, you know, great, it's great stuff. Yeah, man, and you know. It being that good a movie puts it number one right Absolutely. at the top of it. I mean, we we won't go into too much detail and talk about it a lot because we are planning on doing um, yeah, we'll do a, a podcast just about Die Hard. Yeah, in, I think it, it, deser- it deserves its own. Absolutely. Kind of well, because it you know it um it it was followed by, in my opinion, two very strong sequels. Mm. And no other films. And no other films. No, I'm joking. I do, I do, I do count for, um, even though I, I think it's um, it's uh, quite, sh- schlocky, quite, quite tame and soulless. But that's, we'll get to that. oh, God, that's perfect. <clears throat> but compared to other fourth instalments of, of of great trilogies, yeah, it's um, it's it's. I don't know what you're talking about. No, yeah, no. sorry, you're you're right. Um, I don't know what I'm talking no, about yeah. either. Um, no. You, so, yeah, Jonesy. Um, yeah, I. Yeah, no. It's I do count a uh, live free or die hard. So it's, it's for some reason in in America it was called live free or die hard, which yeah. I quite like as a title. Yeah, I went to see it in America actually, and it was yeah. yeah. But over here they call it Die Hard Four Point I know. Which Just because it's got a odd. because it's got a, a digital element to it. It seemed I. I found that odd. Someone because, very old because came up with they that. called they called the third instalment with a vengeance. Mm. So I thought it makes more sense to continue with the the naming of it, the naming rather mm. than the numbering. Yeah. So live free or die hard. That's a good title. It makes sense yeah. as well. It finally makes the, the expression die hard make sense. It does actually. Because you're like, what does die hard actually mean? If anything, you know, if anything that the actual film did. Yeah. Die hard. Live free. Or die hard. Yeah. If it, if it gave us one thing that makes sense, it is the title. Yeah. Um, and not a lot else. Um, but yeah. yeah so we, we, yeah, we we'll, will get to we'll, we'll get one. to die, die hard. Absolutely. That is that is definitely coming up. Yeah. And 
So let's let's give an honourable mention or, or a couple. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, so again, then uh, we'll carry on. You can go first. Okay, that's very kind. As of I feel like you've probably got a few more than me. Well, no, I I, I don't. I I I had I had a a, a list for this, hmm. um, but I just couldn't pick. Uh, oh, maybe I'll. Oh. I've got a feeling your honourable mention might be one that's on my list of potential honourable mentions. Okay. So I'm going to say a different one yeah. based on that. Right. Okay. Now, this, this is... Just bear with me on this one. Right. This is going to be... Uh, this This is going to be a bit... Um, Are we going to be talking about this one more than any of the others? No, 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 no. Controversial uh, subject, or... Uh, no, it's not. It's, it's not that controversial. It's just a bit. It's just a bit funny. But um, it's the. It's more the story behind it than the film itself. But anyway, my honourable mention pick. Uh, pick is a film called The Christmas Train. Right. <laughs> Are you sure you don't mean the Polar Express? No, 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 <laughs> no. It's called The Christmas Train, and. Um, uh, for those of you out there who are familiar with this film, and by those I mean the one other person that knows this film exists, uh, and that's my my good friend Dave. He's probably listening to us right now in the bath, um, as, as usual. As usual, um, yeah. So the Christmas Train is one of these like really bad, schlocky, um, Hallmark Channel Christmas films. Yep. You know the kind that are on during the day it genuinely is um actually in it the, is so I, I, i'm just uh having a look at it here it's Go. actually in the hallmark hall of fame collection wow of christmas movies what so number the, is it oh no no so no so it's just like oh, it's a, just in there you know like a it's like a dvd collection right yeah yeah uh, yeah it's in the hallmark hall well, of fame of, di- of uh, as christmas um movies. as as schlocky cheesy christmas b movies go yes the christmas train is 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 dare i say it more a more higher quality one as Ooh, as in it? well well danny glover's it definitely in it. doesn't look it from the dvd case. yeah no it wouldn't danny glover's in it joan cusack's in it yeah, yeah um the main guy i can't remember his name i think it's dermot something uh is it yeah D- uh, dermot mulrooney yeah i think he he's recognizable in, guy he's in the gray with liam neeson yeah, yeah and yeah. um uh others he is definitely one of those actors that you if you see his face you recognize you're like oh it's that guy yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. um yeah so uh that guy's in it um but anyway look the thing about this film is look it's it is what it is it's about a bunch of people who are getting the train across country um and um and they've all got their reasons for being there and the main guy uh dermot um he he he's like estranged ex-girlfriends also on the train um and uh danny glover's like this old wise uh i think he's like a, a, a film producer or something and uh he's just playing you know danny glover like, obviously, yeah, obviously. <laughs> i'm too old to be riding on this train yeah. that kind of thing um have you, you haven't seen uh have you seen jumanji uh the next yeah yeah yeah, 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 with, yeah. Uh, where kevin hart plays yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mate that that is the perfect rendition of donald uh of, 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 of an impression of donald glover yeah yeah 
Uh, Danny Glover. Danny Glover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not did I say? Did I say Donny? Donny I, I think you said. I think you said Donald Glover. No, I meant Danny Glover. Sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. yeah. Danny Glover. Yeah. Childish Gambino is not in the Christmas train. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Look. Anyway. It's 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 cheesy and uh, it's sappy and um, it's pr- it's pretty. It's a it's you know it's a it's a B movie. But anyway, the f- the funny thing about this story about this film is um i was at, i was around dave's mm. and uh i can't i think we might have been hung over and it was like christmas time it wasn't at, on christmas day but it was around christmas time and i we were at dave's and um i'd crashed the night before and, and we were really hung over and we were sat in and we were just sort of sort of hanging around in his house just being sort of hung over. I think we might have been sat at the breakfast bar mm. and Dave just randomly put um oh just any anyway, he just put the telly on and he just randomly put this this film on that was on like channel five or something. And uh and we were sort of both in our sort of hungover like um state. Yeah. We were like chatting, but then we were eventually we were both just sort of like just sitting there watching this film. <laughs> right the christmas train and because i think it only just started and by the sort of end by the as the, the more the film went on the more we were like we find ourselves being like ah oh, see i bet i bet this guy's going to end up falling in love with with her and uh, <laughs> i wonder oh, i wonder what oh, i reckon danny glover's got an ulterior motive here he's definitely up to something yeah getting really into it yeah get yeah and by the end of getting the f- actually invested in this yeah. christmas movie by the end of the film we were like oh, i really enjoyed that yeah that was great so that and this this was this was a fairly new um thing we i think we discovered this film uh, only a few years ago um and we decided to make it a tradition so since since then oh. every year we've sat down and watched the christmas train nice i'd love to get on board with this tradition i, re- I get on board the train of the christmas train but yeah do you know what liam we, we, I've, I've i've just a bit worried that you're gonna you're, we're gonna be sat there and you're gonna be sat there like this is fucking awful why why am, <laughs> why are we watching this fair enough awful yeah film? If, if, if you don't want me to ruin it uh, <laughs> probably don't invite me it should be all right <laughs> I don't want you to do a me yeah. and just and 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 ruin the film for 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 for, for other people. And just ruin the. Film. No, of course you're welcome to come and watch it with us. Um, um so yeah, mate. I'd, uh, here's the thing: we've been talking about this um, very recently, um, whether it's on the podcast or not. But yeah. um, you know, there's there's a there's a curve when it comes to entertainment. Yeah, and it comes to films and entertainment. There's a curve, and that's. That curve is at its highest uh, when you know something is great, when something is good, good scripts. Yeah, everything falls into place. Everything's great. Um, the the dip in the curve is the mediocrity, where everything's just a bit meh. Yeah, everything's a bit that wasn't great, that was a bit rubbish. You know, not bad, not good. The 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 next high of the curve is when it moves into that schlocky territory. Yeah. Schlocky to even bad, you'd yeah. probably say. So if it's anywhere that's not it right in the middle of the dip, I'm I'm, I'm well on board. Yeah. Yeah, so it, I mean it's it's just like it's it's like so bad it's good kind of mm. thing, you know? Yeah. Um it is what it is. Mm. So yeah, check it out. 
the Christmas train. Nice. I I get that Hallmark Hall of Fame Christmas collection. Yeah, I I um. lowly recommend. <laughs> um, I solely recommend it myself. Yeah, um, but as 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 schlocky uh, uh, Hallmark B movie Christmas Christmas films goes, it's 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 one of their better ones. Yeah, it's, it might be making a return to the podcast when in uh, twelve months' time we do. The, the worst top five yeah. worst it Christmas. Could, yeah, it could also be. Yeah, it's it's in it's the only it might... it's in both lists. Yeah, it'll be the only one to make both lists. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe once you've to... seen it, yeah. it'll probably be your number one. Uh, I reckon. Yeah. So uh, yeah, tune in for that one. Tune in for that one. Um. Uh, so my honourable mention is um, uh, jingle all the way. Yes, that was it. Yeah, that was what I was going to say, but I changed it cause but, I, because yeah. honestly, it's um. Uh, like we've just described um see as a as a kid again and I, I, obviously a lot of this pertains to my childhood yes this, of course this top five um is it was always one that i watched at christmas makes sense um yeah. but as i've grown a little bit older it's i've i've it's depreciated in value mm. a little yes so much so that it got outside quite quite outside the top five this was the one that i had at number five that i i changed for scrooge right okay i'm glad you did yeah um <laughs> uh for the for the continuity's sake uh yeah. anyway the yeah jingle all the way um we love arnold schwarzenegger here um you know arnold schwarzenegger was i think it was our first top five yeah yeah so well, yeah it was uh oh was that pixar Oh no, yeah, we did yeah, Pixar. Yeah. For in terms of uh, soul actors, I mean, it's probably you know it was our first one. Um, so you know, we Arnold Schwarzenegger is Arnold Schwarzenegger in that film. Um, uh, but yeah, I just I feel like it just it hasn't really hold, held up as well. Mm. Um, and yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's a bit schlocky. Also, and... he straight up lies to his kid uh, yeah. and his wife. So. And I'm a little he, bit like, he like, is he the hero? He like physically <laughs> attacks everyone he meets. He as does. Well. <laughs> um, yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. He's quite responsible for a fight breaking out in a factory. Yeah, yeah. Um, a factory which makes its workers dress up like Santa's elves yeah. and Santas, uh, uh, which is kind of weird. Probably low productivity those days, but yeah, um, and and like and like Sinbad's character like straight up tries to murder the kid at the end yeah just to get the um, toy but then the kid forgives him yeah he also doesn't he also like throw a ball on the floor to like try and trip him up and, yeah you know you break your neck again, like he goes get, down the ele- he goes down the escalator so yeah. it's like you you would just break your neck again like. so violent is <laughs> what is it with the 80s yeah, and the I 90s know. just being like it's a you or a pg Christmas, kids film yeah, yeah. Around Christmas yeah but th- there's th- got to be violence the thing there. about Jingle All The Way is is it does um you know, I was saying about how like um, uh, the Grinch is is quite is is even though it's it's set in a fantasy world, it's quite mature. Hmm. Um, whereas with Jingle All the Way, it's like the opposite of that. It's set in the real world, but it's it's quite silly, and, and there's a by- lot of deliberate slapstick that is specifically for the kids. Uh, it's, yes, Do you it's, know what I mean. Yeah, it's very. Um, it's very, like you said, slapstick, and it's very shallow. Yeah, you know, like it's not like um, Kindergarten Cop, which, um, which is a, a you can, you know, which you could sit down and watch with a kid, 
and they would they would enjoy it. But you also really love in the kindergarten cop as an adult, yeah, because because you can appreciate it. Yeah, other bits of the comedy that you like. So. Yeah, yeah, just jingle all the ways. Um, it gets an honourable me- honourable mention because of how many times uh, I've seen it. How yeah, how um, intrinsic it is a Christmas movie. Yeah, how many times I watched it as a kid. You know, there's still there's still some bits in there that you can enjoy. Um, you know. Um, yeah, and also I couldn't really think of um, I couldn't really think of a romantic comedy that I really wanted to put in my honourable mentions. Mm. I was trying, you know, and I I watched Love actually recently, um, and look, you just have to take your um, critical, um, you know, mind mm. out of the equation. Yeah. Um, and just see it as it being about people. And even then, it's still too schlocky for me to put it in the honourable mention. Yeah, it, it yeah it has it has some it has some some nice heartwarming moments. Mm, I can see that being and a I lot used of to people. Really like it. A lot of people. I used to have it on DVD. Yeah, same. I can see it being a lot of people's top one. Oh, definitely. Um, a lot of idiots. And uh, so yeah. I just uh, I couldn't do it, um, and there really isn't any other um, of that genre. Mm. You know, there is the Christmas movie genre, mm. and the subcategory is um, Christmas romance. Christmas romance. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say um, the subcategory is I love you, but I can't be with you because it's Christmas. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, you will have to just tune in next year for the top five worst Christmas movies. Oh, well. I'm actually very looking forward to that. that uh, that'll be a lot easier to, to do list-wise. You say that, one, but the um, the pool is wide and deep for, for That's that. true. That's true. So, I mean, I might have to actually start watching them oh. prior to putting the tree up on November 1st in 2022. <laughs> yeah. so. We'll start watching them in the summer. <laughs> For research, wetting our bollocks yeah. off in our, in our well, hopefully somewhere else, but yeah. in Two Wheels Tower, they're just uh, sweating our bollocks off watching Christmas movies. July first. Yeah, do, do you know what? I don't mm. know. I, I, you know, I, I apologise if, uh, if this, you know, if this offends people, but maybe it's because we're not we 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 guys. Yeah, I know. That yeah, because that, that we because a lot of those films like. The Holiday and Bridget Jones One and Love Actually. Actually, I'd probably give a uh, honourable mention to Bridget Jones. Well, that I, I quite like. I would. Bridget that Jones. would be my out of those ones. I, yeah, they. I think that's better. Mm. But I, I don't would, think it would be making my worst list. But they, they, they yeah. wouldn't. Um, none of them would. Uh, I don't think are as good as the only. Break, the other they're not ones breaking into that. Either of us have said no. So yeah, actually, yeah, I'll but give maybe, a little honourable honor, mention again. Maybe that's because Bridget uh, Jones. Maybe it's that's because we guys. So mm. um, we prefer <laughs> Die Hard. <laughs> we prefer Die Hard and <laughs> Gremlins and, yeah. and you know, sort of dark, darker, violent <laughs> Christmas films. Apparently, well, you say darker, violent Christmas movies. We've actually established that most of the light-hearted ones are actually violent anyway. Yes, they are. You yeah. know, overly violent, more the violent yeah. than you probably remember. Like so, Home Alone, yeah. yeah. So, wait, this... Uh, 
Yeah, Jing. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, but do you know what? As well, but you know, speaking more positively, um, Jingle. I'm mean, thing is, Jingle Always is, is 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 it's a lot of fun. And if it was if it's on TV, I will watch it. Mm, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and I and I'll, and I'll enjoy it, even though I do think bits of it are a bit cringe. Yes. Um, I there still are, love it. There are multiple cringe moments. It's Arnie. You know, it's um, it's 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 it's, it's fun. You know, it's got a happy ending. You know, and for like, like a bit like the Christmas train, with um, you know, for a sort of schlocky um, Christmas Christmas film that's not held in as high regard, mm. such as other examples are of that of a like you know. Um, deck the halls and Christmas with the cranks, films like that, mm. sort of Christmas com- comedies, slapstick comedies. Nativity. Yeah, Nativity. I think uh, so. Those kind of films, Jingle All the Way, is one of the better ones. Mm. So again, it's the sort of same thing with <clears throat> with the Christmas Train. I'm gonna finish shit off a little bit by asking you what you feel about the film Elf, because I feel like Elf is a lot of people's go to. Yeah. If not top one, top three. Yeah. Um, now, another one that I was going to put in honourable mentions. Um, again, it's, it's another one that has an episode of uh, the movies, movies that, that made, made us. us. Yeah. Which I found really interesting. Yes. Yeah, um, especially because Will Ferrell is like a, a very established um, comedic actor, you know, mm. since Anchorman. And that was the same year as this, or the year after. Year after, yeah. So you know, they the, the studio really took a risk in having Frank the Tank yeah. from uh, old school. Yeah, um, I didn't realise that old school came before out that, before yeah. Elf. Yeah. So you know, he you know, they had only him in mind. Mm. You know, no one else auditioned. They wanted him, and they went around in circles trying to get him. Um, and I like the movie. Didn't reach the top five. Mm. Um, after a re- rewatch, I was like, it's, it's good. I'm not going to put a question mark on that, but it's just, I feel like it's overhyped. I feel like I've brought some more controversy down upon this podcast. Not at all. I think, I, don't, I, th- <clears throat> I completely agree. I think Elf is massively overrated. Mm. Not just overhyped, but overrated. I'm not saying Elf's a bad film, but I don't. I I watch Elf and I and I I. Let's say there's like a category A of Christmas films, and mm. there's a category B, and then there's a category C. Yeah. So for me, so like for example, The Christmas Train yeah. is a category C Christmas yeah. film. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a and then uh you know um, Muppet Christmas Carol and Die Hard and the Grinch. everything we've said is... everything we've said are category A Christmas films mm. and then category B Christmas films which are in the middle are Jingle All The Way yeah right for example so for me Elf is a category B yeah it's a middle of the road bog standard like okay Christmas film I'd say I... for me it's top of that category but it's still top of I, I category st- B. Yeah, that's fair. But I, I just, I, I, just, I don't, I, yeah, yeah, I don't know whether it's because it's Will Ferrell, but I, I don't see, 
I don't know. I, I just when I watch Elf, I think, yeah, it's a, it's it's a nice it's a nice Christmas film, um, but I, I I don't think it's any better than Jingle All the Way. Doesn't quite have that extra spark to be in that category, eh? Or compared no, to any of the other ones. But like you quite rightly said, for some people, Elf is like number one. Mm. It's like the it's like the best Christmas film ever made, and it's a lot of people's favourite Christmas film. Mm. I don't understand it at all. I mean, like people, um, people are like they're always doing like um, oh the classic Elf quotes like. Um, uh, Buddy the Elf, what's your favourite colour? And, you know, Santa! You know, and I'm thinking... Yeah. And, I, and and when people do that, you know, oh, uh, Elf, you know, uh, Buddy the Elf, what's your favourite colour? And I'm like, I'm like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. That's... Why is that funny again? Yeah. It's, um... I've got I've got a slight theory again I don't I don't really want to ruffle too many feathers uh, this close to Christmas. Yeah. I'm going to say it anyway. I feel like maybe the Elf is up there Due to it, be, it being part of their childhood, like I'm a little bit older, yeah. So it's part of yeah know, people who are a little bit younger. Are we just us. being grumpy old men? We are yeah. just being grumpy young men. <laughs> yes, um, right. yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you know, and I feel like around that time, so in the 80s and 90s, mm. I think you had a really good Christmas film or a, or a good Christmas film like on that higher end of the spectrum yeah. every year or every two years. Yeah. Whereas since about 2000, yeah. there's not been many great Christmas films. Yes. Which because of there's... Which makes Elf stand out It more. elevates Elf because everything around it is just kind of shit. Exactly. Whereas El- if Elf, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. You've hit the nail on the head there. Whereas if Elf had come out in the nineties, yeah, it would have been average. It would have been average. It would have been. Yes. It would have been. It's still it got good points, and it's still like I, I don't mind Will Ferrell in it, but at this moment in time, I see. I I liked Elf a lot more before yeah. rewatching it. Yeah, and then yeah. when I rewatched it, I was like, okay, yeah. Um, and again, a bit more controversially, it's it's only really good for for Christmas gifts. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it, yeah, like, like oh, being overexcited, and there's you two know, types of people at Christmas. Yeah. Um, there's there's the, the there's the elf where it's like it's Santa, and yeah. there's one of um, there's one of from Lord of the Rings where yeah. it's like so it begins. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's um, <laughs> it's now for some people, uh, which category that we are in, is now just better for reactionary gifts and memes rather than actually liking the movie. Yeah, um, yeah, I just. I don't, you know, I'm not saying all of the films, I'm, uh, you know, I'm not saying all of the films around that period that are Christmas movies are all shit. No, um, no. I think it came out in 2004, so yeah. the, the best uh, Christmas movie before that, The Grinch, yeah. 2000. Absolutely. Um, there's other good movies after it, you know, yeah. but I feel like, I feel like there was a little bit of like a plateau of like, Christmas movies being a bit of a risk for studios, yeah. a bit more. Yeah, um, right. post millennium, you know, and you know. Um, I mean, not a lot of of the, um, you know, not a lot of the the what are considered the best Christmas films um, have come out lately. Yeah, <laughs> not 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 really at all. If, what if was, at all, 
What was the most late? What was the most latest one? That's a good question. Let's look, let's look that up. Um, I genuinely think it would be the Grinch, and that was twenty-one years ago. Uh, yeah. Wow. Um, of, yeah. Of of our of our selections. Well, yeah. Okay. So on the IMDb Top One Hundred, Elf is number nine, hmm. and it's it's two thousand and three. Oh, and then just behind it at number ten. Which is also two thousand and three is a um, bad Santa. Okay. Um, that's in a. That's in a. They, the, it, they are. They're, they're the most recent films in in the top twenty. That says it. That does that say it all. It all that it? says it. That there, there is mean, a decline. I mean, the flipping um, the, the the Santa Claus with Tim Allen is, in my opinion, just as good a film as Elf. Mm. I'd say it's, I'd say it's better. better. Oh, so would I. I, just, I was just trying to be God, trying to try not to bring yeah more controversy That's a down. Great film. Yeah, but where's a that was that would be my next honourable mention. Right. So if Elf had come out at this around that time, which was mid nineties, which when the Santa Claus came out, yeah, we, it, you know, it would have been it, about the same, if not the lesser, same as the Santa Claus. Yeah. Which is not like a classic or fondly remembered or, or no. often talked about. It's not. It's not like quoted. No. Every Christmas. No, because it was a bog standard run of your run of the mill Christmas family movie with some sort of a, a few funny jokes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, man. It you know at least with the with I don't know. It's just yeah. It just it didn't get better with a rewatch. Um, and yeah, I just I couldn't really bring myself to kind of try and slot it in here. I would I would just say that that you you are right. There's like three different categories. Mm. I'd, I'd put it around the top of B, like, like one on the two, line, one or two in category B yeah. next to Santa Claus, the Santa Claus. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, the Santa Claus is yeah, a category B Christmas yeah. film. Top top yeah. one or two of it. Yeah, exactly. Out. So yeah. Um, and I know that's gonna just. I think you know. I don't think there'll be many people listening after this. Yeah, that's that's um, it. So the podcast is done. I pretty much could say anything. It's the most controversial um, thing we've ever said. I know, and we say a lot of controversial things. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. It's it's been uh, it's been nice to revisit Christmas movies uh, for a reason of talking about them yeah. rather than just sticking them on. It's been nice. Um, but yeah. I know. Yeah, we do go on a bit, don't we? Mm. You might have to cut some of this out. It's fine. Two and a half's fine, or two hours. Yeah. Two and a half's fine. See what you. I mean, it's yeah. the top five. See, see, if you, yeah. I suppose, yeah. Um, Got to think of an exit. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you know, we we could just um, cut, cut, cut all this, cut this. Oh yeah, yeah, about. No, yeah, yeah. We we could just as it's like the Christmas special, or whatever. We could just say, um, you you could say, uh, do a little thing. Thank you. You know, it's this is the last podcast of the year. Mm. Thank you for all, all the, the hope you've enjoyed the content. You know, we're twenty twenty two. It's going to be even bigger and better, and we've got the stuff coming up. And then you could be like, just just end it with you know. I just want to say from all of us here at Tura's podcast, we. Uh, and then we'll both go Merry Christmas, mm. the end. Or is that also shit? 
Or is that lame? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> also, <laughs> for shit. Yeah. <laughs> just like under a breath. Also, oh, also yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, sweet. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that is this is the last podcast of this year, 2021, which has been um, which has been a mental year. Mm. In many ways, mm. especially for the podcast. Indeed. Um, you know, we we started last year, but we only really did two, episodes, two or three episodes before we um, before it get got into this year, twenty twenty one, and yeah, I'm just trying to think back what was uh, what was our first one of. Yeah, we we started really hitting the ground this year because our first one of 2021 was the the Hobbit. Oh, um, which is where we really kind of kicked off yeah. from there. And then we did the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I mean we're going to be doing Lord of the Rings at the start of next year. Yeah, so, yeah, fitting. Um, you know, join us for our 20th anniversary Fellowship of the Rings uh, podcast. It will be different to the uh, the the film podcast because we're going to talk a lot about like outside yeah of the films the the the, the cultural impact of mm. it and things like that yeah yeah and uh you know um so yeah that was oh god that was a year ago that was that, yeah that was well that was in february of 2021 right yeah and uh since then we have done oh, i can't hold these pauses since that uh, episode, we've done 35 podcasts, which I wow. think is pretty good going. I didn't even, I did, wow, I didn't realise it was that many. Yeah. That's weird, yeah, that is, I mean, yeah. No, sorry, we haven't done 35 podcasts. We have done 36 podcasts. No. I mean. 32, sorry. Right. 32 in total. Right, for okay. this, well, that's uh, still this a lot. Week. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's... um. Yeah, we've got loads of things lined up um, for 2022. Like, uh, starting in January, we'll be doing merchandise with T-shirts and stuff. They'll be coming soon. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to know more, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Um, and we'll be revealing more details in the coming weeks. My, well, we'll be getting a Patreon so that you can listen to exclusive episodes and honestly just talking about doing these episodes I'm quite excited me too um <laughs> so they will we will be doing some that will be our normal reviews but they'll be but they'll be for lesser known movies or you know they won't be the like the latest releases um these will just be like added extras. Um, also, just talking about what's going on in like films and TV. Um, just you know, chatting about about movies in general um, with our with a new series. And then the one I'm most excited about um, is us doing um, uh, a complete reading of uh, the script of a film. So there'll be at least three of us per podcast. Table reads. Um, table reads. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and the first episode um, I can announce is going to be Austin Powers and International Man of Mystery. Yeah, which baby. Which is going to be fucking so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait for that. Honestly, I um, 
yeah, I can't thank everyone enough for for listening. If you've got this far into this podcast, thanks for listening to yeah. us waffle about Christmas. Films. Yeah, if you haven't already switched off after us saying that yeah. we th- we <laughs> don't like Elf. Uh, yeah, so um, I mean, the, the, the last thing we can say is just thank you very much for listening from myself, Harry, Sam, Joe, who will be back, and Billy, who will be back for the Matrix Resurrections on January first, uh, the first podcast of the new year. I can't wait to see that film as well. Um, yeah. Merry Christmas. And a happy new year. From all of us at Two Wheels Podcast. Healthy shit. <laughs> <laughs>